Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. 360. 360. Episode 360 of the Bad Boys Podcast. Going to randomly rant on all things movies. I know you guys ever bust a 360 bicycle, scooter, skateboard. Any guys extreme? <laughs> um, office chair? Oh, yeah. Office chair? Office yeah, chair. Yeah, man. <laughs> you tell me you do that all the time, Tony. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. You're extreme, man. You hopped up on Mount Dew and just fucking doing 360s this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so 360. Bad Boys Podcast, Randomly Rants, All Things Movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. I'm over here, Tony, a.k.a. MCP. And Harley, would like to do do the favors? And I got I got a, a special guest, a guy I work with, and uh, a genuine movie buff for sure. Um, although I'm, I don't, so, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of all his favorite movies, yeah. but we have very similar tastes, so I figured he'd be good. A good chew in for the podcast. Does he have a name? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> it's it's well. I'm glad to be on with you guys. Thank you for joining you. us. Yeah, heck yeah. This is usually where Tony plays a sounder where everyone's clapping, but apparently he's he's still doing three sixties on his office chair. There yeah, I had to plug my cords back in. I got tangled up. And- I was gonna say you have to go in reverse the other way. <laughs> yeah, it unwind. <laughs> Oh, the three stooges you sell when you're spinning back around. <laughs> That's it. Well, both thanks for joining us. Why don't you talk about like yeah, this? Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, talk about yourself a little bit and uh, tell us the kind of movies you like, what you do, things like that. Let people that are listening. Yeah, I um, co-own a record store uh, in Dunsmuir, California. Um, we sell movies in there also. I kind of uh, got introduced to a lot of westerns and a lot of movies from my dad. Just why bonding with him when I was a kid growing up. So a lot of Gary Cooper and John Wayne, obviously, and other movies since then. But yeah, I just got my little movies from him pretty much. And so, and also kind of sneaking a peek through my bedroom door while he watched like Alien and mm. Exorcist and stuff. And it just, it stuck with me, you know, it just kind of, this powerful. And I was like, really, I, I was fortunate. And I think Fonzo, you were kind of similar it's like I was fortunate where we had a parent who was like, yeah, come watch it with me. Like it rated R, like hard, <laughs> hardcore movies that I wouldn't dare let my kids see. My dad was like, yeah, pop it on in. And like we were earlier talking before we recorded, a lot of the movies we watched were based on like VHS covers. And so we're like, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. Oh, that's cool. Total Recall. Cool, right? It's on Mars. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, eight-year-old son's watching it, and the eyes are popping out of the head and shit, and there's three boobs on screen, and it's like, but it's kind of a gamble that you take, you know? I will, I will <laughs> never forget uh, the time I saw the Blob remake mm. box cover. That scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I, saw, yeah. I remember seeing the Steve McQueen original, which is so cheesy. 50 but uh, the Blob yeah. remake, I would walk, I'd be in a Safeway when they used to rent movies at Safeway. And I'd walk by, and every time I saw that cover of the blob with him, with the guy, yeah, 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 it yep. just freaked me out, and I just loved it, man. Like mm-hmm. that just stuck with me when I was a kid. We reviewed it on the podcast a couple years yeah, ago. <laughs> it's, it's just a great movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So no, yeah, the same. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, you you sound like the same age. You came from the same VHS era generation, and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like it's, it, I old, you always got you always have an uncle that let you watch rated R stuff, or you always know someone that had HBO. Like I had my cousin, and 
we wait for our parents to go to sleep, and then we'd run out in the room and watch them. Or if you were a rich white kid, you had a, had a parent with a, a black box. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, no, that's cool. Yeah. And then, like, um, at your record store, you, you, you said you, you, you sell movies as well. Um, yeah. Just VHS yeah, but, or DVDs yeah, or Blu-rays? Yeah, VHS. We have about seven or 800 VHS. It's mostly VHS. We do a dollar piece because I'm, I'm a firm believer in keeping, you know, prices low and... <laughs> Like, you know, a dollar piece is fair. You can go to a thrift store and still get those for a quarter and 50 cents. So I don't want to be like Amoeba or be like these other guys, clowns that are selling v- VHS for like five, six bucks a piece. So, so we give them in easily and we, they go out the door quickly. So, I mean, I love movies. And when people get stoked, I just sold a, a train spotting. Some guy just bought that this morning from me for a buck. Nice. You know, no, it's like he was, he was stoked. And I was like, you know, what? that's cool. You know, I, yeah, I'm nice. a firm believer in, you know, selling movies cheap and having people enjoy them like I did. So. So do you only sell you only sell good movies on your, in your store that you don't you don't? No, no, no. We've got a lot of. Shit. We've got, <laughs> oh God, we've got uh, nineteen copies of Jerry Maguire. I'm pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's a movie that you can't get away from. Though. Like, yeah. Everybody that into the store. So yeah, we. Yeah, that and then yeah, the double the double uh, Titanic as well. Oh yeah, I got Titanic. Yeah, Every thrift store has that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we we get uh, lost some junk but we, we try to get some cool stuff in there i mean and i we have a tv in the store so i turn the sound down i'll play like the bride of frankenstein or i'll play the universal monster movies you know while i listen very to cool. records in the background and shit yeah so, very cool do you now do you keep like if you find like a gem in there do you keep it for yourself oh fuck yeah oh absolutely. <laughs> the last the last movie i found was um scanners uh, on VHS. Just fucking watched it. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, and, and also video did video. not care for it. No, no, it's scary doesn't hold up, but that was another one I had to find on my and also um uh re I found that on VHS recently. Oh nice. And that was that re one to five for me, but that came into the yeah. store I think a month and a half ago. No, yeah, some of these is a copy too? Oh, it's a great copy. I was going to say, are some of these, like, old VHS, if they were played a million times, do they play like shit? Yeah, I'll throw them away. I mean, you can, I'm sure somebody could take them apart and fix the tape itself, but if it, it wobbles and if it's tracking is bad, I'll just toss them. Yeah. Like, I, just, I was going to say, like, you know, you some, yeah. I'm trying to think of a movie, like, what's the movie where the, what, uh, what's her name, gets out of the pool? Oh, uh, yeah. Are you talking about, uh, uh Fast times yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like th- there's no intact version of that VHS because every teenager has got a whole of that movie in 1986 and rewound that same spot over and over and over yeah. again. Do you know what song's playing during that? No, the of course cars. Not. It's oh. in stereo. I really oh, remember geez. that. Every time that song comes out, everybody thinks Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's yeah, exactly. That's a classic scene. No, that's yeah. that's so cool. That um, yeah, because that there's so many um. There's this kind of like resurgence with like VHS. In fact, Absolutely. there's a, there's a, yeah, there's a documentary out too. Have you seen that or heard of it? No, I heard about it. Um, like I said, it, it kind of comes congruently with records too. Records have come right. full circle. Or younger people are buying vinyl too. So, I mean, I deal with this all the time. So, I mean, I see uh, the resurgence in cassette tapes, audio cassette tapes too. Like, mm-hmm. just it all comes back, you know. And, and VHS is as hot as ever. Yeah, and I just recently, like, I think I've been collecting records for, for a year now, so, and uh, it's expensive hobby, but it's addictive, and it's fun, and um, yeah, some of the, some of, like, the horror soundtracks, they they sell out really quick, like, I'm still waiting for the thing, this, the, this deluxe version, that was, like, $70, and the one with the, the ice, thing, yeah, the 1980 thing, yeah, oh, God. yeah, and it's got that's, the cool that's cover. A, that's one of the best things 
in my opinion, of all time. That movie holds up so well. Oh, yeah. I oh, show yeah. that all the time. That's one of those oh, I'll do once a year. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's why I was so goddamn offended by the third remake Ooh. or the second remake. Yeah. It was so offensively bad. Yeah. yeah. Didn't even need to be made. Yeah. It's just, yeah. No, of course not. No. But no, but it's funny. The um, This Saturday, I'm going to go to this uh, VHS swap where people come and gather. They bring in their old VHSs and they'll sell and trade and things like that. So um, it's, yeah, it's crazy, especially the horror ones. Like people really love. Collecting yeah, horror yeah. VHSs. It's just I will. I you know I'm not a horror uh, horror freak. Obviously, Fonzo Tony Fonzo goes to a lot of the like signings and stuff yeah. up in L.A. the The level of fanaticism when it comes to like the horror mm-hmm. is unparalleled. Yeah. I can't think of another like cult sort of genre ish thing where you have die hard yeah. fans. I mean. Hardcore OG diehard fans. Yeah, you don't. Oh, yeah, there's no like movies ever made. Like the movies are garbage. They're horribly acted. They're horribly directed. The special effects are totally aged. But you have people that will live and die off knowing every little intricate detail sure. of this B-list actor from the '80s who never did anything since. But it's mm-hmm. like it's insane. I mean, it's you got to give them credit, man. They know. It's like what's his name? He was on the podcast. The your boy, the guest, oh, Scott. He, yeah, he was like he was right there, like with you, with like the level of crazy. You know, it's like how the I I, I don't get it. Yeah. In fact, in fact, he's at uh, he's in Washington D.C. right now for a, a conference. And, you know, most people, when they go down there, they want to check out the monuments and everything. I'm like, hey, dude, while you're down there, you got to check out the steps from The Exorcist. He's like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, dude, go down to Georgetown. That's where it's filmed. You got to go down the stairs. Oh, yeah, of course. And and sure enough, he starts – he goes on Twitter. He starts periscoping. And there he was at the stairs. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. I'm like, I'm glad you went. And then, like, the church from part three is, like, right around the corner. So stuff like that. Like that's uh, shot in D.C. or the, you know, the surrounding areas. So. Mm-hmm. Well, so no, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I like to do, you know. Yeah, I would argue so that something has to happen to you in your life, like maybe at a younger age, not like something super serious, but that affects you. I remember watching Silence of the Lambs when I was in fifth grade, mm. and I remember you starting young has such an effect on your movie oh, taste. Sure. Your music taste. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I love all types. I like a lot of different genres, um, but I just. Horror and slasher, like, and yeah, there's a lot of crap out there. I mean, I like I said, there's mm-hmm. so much that goes into a good movie. As far as the soundtrack is super important, the suspense, the characters, you know, all that is so important. There's only a handful of movies that I think still hold up, but there's just there's something about it that just got me into that genre when I was a kid, and I'm convinced something has to happen in your life, you know, to kind of make you into those because not everybody likes those movies. They think it's a complete waste of time. So I think right. it's just me. Those at a younger age with those type of movies, the Hellraiser movies, really young. I mean, I had an older brother, and he was like, Definitely "You got to see it. right there." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's seen everything for yeah. you, and he's like, "He's going to pass it yeah, down yeah. to you." Yeah, exactly. That's what's awesome. Well, and it's like certainly for me, it's like Batman, Terminator Two. These are movies I got to see in the theater yeah. in Hollywood when I was like ten yeah. years old. It fucking stuck with me. Oh yeah, all those early Schwarzenegger films that my dad we used to go to. Um, can't think of the name of the fucking store there in Hollywood that we used to get all these the, all the the tapes, but it was like every time I go to Pops's house, we go get a tape, yeah. and it's like we were saying, 
it was just a luck of the draw. I mean, we weren't going online and checking yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. we didn't know anything other than, and Pops didn't know anything about directors or anything like that. So it's not like, you know, but the, the they were crazy movies and they stuck with me and, yeah. and they hugely impact my tastes to this sure. day, yeah. you know? Yeah, he picked up the VHS like, what, Schwarzenegger's in it? It's got to be good. Fucking let's rent it, oh, you know? Commando? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks, yeah, he's got a machine gun. He's got, he's all ripped in the cover. Perfect. Shoulder, awesome! I'm sold. That's it. That's what all you, you needed. Oh. Sorry, guys, I was interrupting the pole crush. What you want, Bobby? <laughs> so, Bo, like, what would you say? Like, you like right off the top of your head, what are you like? Your t- it have to be in order, but what are your top five favorite movies of all top time? Of all time, um, yeah. I'd say Maltese Falcon is probably five with uh, Bogart. I just okay. like the just. Uh, you guys, I, I don't know if you guys. I've never even heard of it. Okay, great detective film. Uh, it's uh, Bogart. Is, I think that's his best film. I, I enjoy it the most. Um, number four would probably be Blade Runner. We talked about that a little bit off air. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> never heard uh, of it. <laughs> number, three, number three would be Valley Girl with uh, Nicolas Cage. I think it's his first movie. Um, it's just one of those '80s movies that I can rewatch a gajillion times. Just it's. Funny. The soundtrack is awesome. Uh, it's just that '80s teen party movie that you know I never get. Old. It just doesn't get old for me. Um, two would be probably Indiana Jones, and uh, I don't know what I, I. Last Crusade kicks out. God, they all are rad. Um, Please call three of them as one. Yeah, that's right. He said rad. By the way, I, I gotta call him out on saying rad. <laughs> And number one would probably be The Shining. I just think, and you know, people argue about Kubrick, and I just think that that movie, just growing up in the Northwest, and mm-hmm. I don't know, just the isolation, the pacing, just just everything about it is just. I can rewatch that, and I've I don't think I'm. I could watch it on VHS, and then all of a sudden I see it's on TV, and I'll watch it like four days later. I'm like, just watch this, but. Like, I don't know, it's hard for me to turn away and not watch that yeah. movie. Like, it's funny, too, it feels like you're almost, like, kind of watching it authentically, too, because you're watching it in VHS. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's... Like, that's how, like, you watched it when you're younger, and then you're still watching yeah. it in VHS, you know? And, and I remember watching the remake they made for TV from the guy from the Wings television oh, show. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Got a mallet instead of a, an axe, and I thought that was one of the worst remakes of all time. Oh. So. But weren't they saying that was more closer to a Stephen King's book? They, they did, but Stephen King, his books don't translate to good movies. God, when's the last time, besides, like, it doesn't hold up at all? I, I used to like it. I watched it, and it just does not hold up for me. Never watched it on the podcast. Oh, okay. And then, you like, Maximum Overdrive? Kuzco's brilliant! How fucking dare you? I know. West of this reference on Maximum Overdrive. Thank you. Yeah, Repo, are you talking about Repo? Oh, Repo Man's fucking classic! It's I love so, that love, shit. It's so love. bad. It's got so Black good. Flags, on the soundtrack, the plugs. That's one of the best plug soundtracks of all time. Speaking of my dog, look at her hiding in the corner. But yeah, that was my top five. Right on. Yes. It's a very classic movie. Very, very nice movie. Number six, Die Hard. Oh, one of the most perfect movies of all time. And just with action and and just the comic relief. I mean, that's number six is Die Hard. I know you didn't ask for six, but that's my six. (laughs) That's good. Give us 20. I'll give a fuck. And you're not going to catch me doing any Tarantino films in my top 10 or, you know, I, I was exposed and I watched them and I enjoyed them when they came out. A lot of those, 
but they just don't hold up for me. Like, I Fonzo, don't, I don't know why, but they don't hold up. Well Fonzo, me. you've kind of gone through highs and lows with Tarantino. Where are you now? Let's see. I mean, I like Hateful Eight, but I don't like uh, want to revisit it. You know, like like his older yeah. ones, like his older ones. I'd watch back in the day. I'd watch Reservoir Dogs on VHS all the time, and of course, Pulp Fiction. But then when I, once I got introduced to True Romance, I was like, it for me. I'm like, that's probably my – I mean, well, I did watch Kill Bill a lot too, actually. I'm going to like Kill Bill. So picking yeah, stuff, I, like – Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're fucking I have to revisit them because I was like – I was just like, fuck this movie, man. Oh, dude. It was like – for me, it was the beginning where I realized like all he does is just dialogue. He's just sitting around talking. It's like I don't give a fuck that you're making a mayonnaise sandwich talking about – the last two movies. Like, I mean, see, but you remember it, though, see? Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a fabulous point, actually. And, and yeah, there is something about making a mayonnaise fucking sandwich and talking about the woman who's going to kill you in a second. And, and I'm not yeah. trying to be a contrarian here. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved Pulp Fiction. I like, I, I, and I would not say loved Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, did, for me, was not anywhere near Pulp Fiction. And I had friends that swore by that as their favorite movie of all time. I mean, it's good, but... The, the more and more I watch it, the least I like it. It's kind of like the Evil Dead movies. I'm like, I, I, I tried to get, like, halfway through Evil Dead 2 recently. I'm like, why did I used to love this movie? It's like, oh, it's, the shtick kind of gets old for me on some films. And, and his movies, like, yeah, they were solid, but they don't hold up. And I'm not going to swear by them. So I just I just can't with his movies. It's funny. We're in an Evil Dead shirt right now. Pulp <laughs> Fiction is kind of like, I'm trying to think of an analogy of another filmmaker. Oh, you know what I kind of... A paralyze it too. Paralyze? Paralyze? Parallel it too. Is like um, Judges? Scorsese doing mob films. Like yeah. Casino is a better film. And I know Fonzo, oh, I know, I, know how you I had to bring it up. But it's bigger and better, right? It's a bigger, grander scale. And so from, it's not the original, it's not the first. You know what I mean? Would you say stuff you've seen in Casino, you've seen in Goodfellas already? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Sure. Yeah, just like everything I saw in Terminator Two, I saw in Terminator One. We saw you saw but, liquid liquid metal. Well, no, one. but but the script is the same. You know what Arnold, I mean? Arnold's a good guy in, in the second one. Well, I know, but but this motherfucker. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah, it, it is exactly the same. For like ten years, you know, it's like Jesus Christ. Uh, this is why like Harley brings up Scorsese and that was one of the major reasons why I picked Atlantic City because I I Uh wanted something that wasn't grandiose in scale where they're blasting a giant fucking blues uh, soundtrack and stone songs and everybody's doing like close up panoramic coke lines and like it's glamorized and it's fucking everybody's going to be a hero and own city blocks like these people's lives are fucking depressing yeah it sucks like white Mm -hmm. trash You've got guys living in the past. Susan Sarandon yeah, yeah, trying to be yeah. a blackjack dealer. Boy, good luck with that. Yeah. And, like, it's just nothing – it's not dramatized. It's not. It's just kind of like one of those things where, you know, it's just his – like, Burt Lancaster's life is so depressing in this. Well, we'll yeah. get to that in a second. You're jumping the gun. We'll review it in a second. Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason because I, I love the Scorsese movies. They are fun. Like they kicked ass, but this is the other end of the spectrum, sure. you know. You know, that's, that's why kind of like I enjoyed the movie. It was a different take yeah. on on that type of genre. Yeah, what do you think about that, Tony? I think we lost him. A silence. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's there. 
No, is I was there? coughing. I have myself on mute. I have myself oh, on shit. mute. Oh, shit. What happened? Yeah. I've been coughing. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, you got a cold or something, Tony? <clears throat> no, I just swallowed a bug or something. I see the little mute symbol in the corner of his... He starts his, coughing, uh, coughing up a storm over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, close them window. <laughs> close them window getting it's bugged. Oh. <laughs> so you guys know that the bathroom's uh, eight eight inches away from the recording booth. Oh yeah, Dillard you let us know every night, yeah, every week. Bo had to go in and uh, he's like, "Where the fuck's the light switch? You can't figure it out because it's dark in there." <laughs> Turn the fan on, the heater on, and shit. <laughs> give him some, give him matches. Yeah, I'm sure he just has to make a leak. Yeah. But anyways, um, so I was curious. Um, I'm curious if Wonder Woman broke the hundred million mark. Because that's what I was. That's what I was telling Donaldo. It did, did it? It did. Wow. So um, that's impressive. Well, and you know what's interesting? I, you know, I'm not a feminist because I'm a dude, and I hate women. Okay. Just like I hate Mexicans and blacks and Jews and all them people. There you go. Uh, this was directed by a woman. I'm a huge psycho. What's that, Tony? I'm a huge psycho. <laughs> so, so interesting like I saw a couple I, saw, I listened to a couple of reviews of the movie and I was like damn maybe this is the DC cinematic universe that is a decent movie you know and then mm-hmm. I thought I should take my 14 year old daughter to go see this this is a good movie to take my you know I took her to see Avengers and she loved Logan I took her to see Logan and you know, she's seen a lot, and she's 14, you know, she's a woman, she's a young, brooding teenager who has boyfriends and shit, against my will. Oh. But, uh, I was like, I should take her to see Wonder Woman. And then I realized, it's directed by a woman! And you were like, fuck that. I'm like, yeah, fuck that, that's too <laughs> too much, too much testosterone, or, yeah. So, um, no, like, that's I... Too much I what? Wanna, I wanted to... Too, I, yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't help him out. I want. <laughs> I want to stop his ass. Well, fire your ass before the end of the week. Uh, so I tell you what, man. If we weren't moving this week, maybe maybe after we move, I'm going to take Anna to go see this because. Oh, right on. I'd like I'd like to see a woman's take on a woman comic book superhero taking place during World War Two or One World War One. Um. Yeah, I'd be. Uh oh, here she comes. You need a woman's What? Dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> Somebody, were you hungry? <laughs> That's it. No more. So I was just yeah. telling him, like, Wonder Woman is directed by a woman. Yeah, it's good. It's oh, like, I want to hang on and go see it. Yeah, good. Do it. Do you want to go see it? With sure. Shit. Okay. The wife will go see it. When in the next month? You're not invited. No, it's fine. No, when? When in the next month? No, I know, we'll no, no, that's it. the thing. Yeah. No, we'll do it. We'll make it. Yeah, we'll that's take. fine. Okay. Do it. Come on. She was out, babe. Girl. She's fine. I don't look at her though. She's I like, she's fine. I'm afraid. She's yeah. You guys are like, no, wait, she's got heartworm on her. Come here. Just, come on, dog. Come on. Let's go. She doesn't want to. Silence. No, into the bedroom. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand crate. Other way, <laughs> dummy. No, That's what girl. she's talking to me, actually. Oh, she's telling me I crate. need to get in my crate. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of bolt fishing. Yeah, no, she's going to first time. Yeah. Bring out the gimp. <laughs> Hold it's still. Dead, baby. Hold still. Hold still. So, anyway, I'm curious. Hold what still. I will... <laughs> it made 
It made a hundred million, a hundred point five million domestically, hundred twenty two foreign. So for a total of two twenty three, um, Wonder Woman. Yeah. So uh, let me read you this from Box Office Mojo. Wonder Woman exceeded all expectations this weekend, delivering an impressive one hundred million dollar opening, um, the largest opening for a female directed feature, vastly outperforming the previous record holder, Fifty Shades of Grey, which is good. I, which I think I gave a pile of shit. That's how yeah, bad that fucking was. Shit. Even I think, it, I think it loved it. Exactly. But it made a ton of money. Worst movie ever. So, um, so yeah, I think, and I think the fact that it did well, it's done well so far critically. I right. think it'll have better legs. You know, um, mm-hmm. Pirates, of, Pirates of the Caribbean, it dropped off 65%. I think the second week of the Alien movie dropped off like 80%. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in number six right yeah. now. In in three weeks, it's fallen all the way down. It's only it only made four million dollars this week. I can't wait to hear what you wow. got. Yeah, I know. I'm, I we'll watch it eventually. It got beat by Baywatch and Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two, which is no surprise. Right. Of the Caribbean, twenty-one million. Captain Underpants, the first epic movie, twenty-three point five. So Captain Underpants isn't that a spinoff of fucking uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? Wasn't that like a fucking character? No. There was a character in SpongeBob that uh, was like, what were the, the two superheroes in, in SpongeBob? Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Thank you. So I yeah, you're Captain Underpants. No, what it's the- not. It's a children's book. It's completely different. Of course not. Nothing to do with SpongeBob. Thank you. What is the fuck up with Captain Underpants? This is a real movie? I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it's it's all the rage. Kids love it. Jesus Christ. You take the crew to go see this? He's going to see tomorrow. I'll have a review oh, next week. You're fucking horrible. This is the problem with wait, America. Wait, wait, hold on. Your, your kid's name is Crew? Is it C-R-E-O? Yes. Is it after yes. the rat character Crew Jones? No. It is. The exact one. By BMX bike rider? It is. That's the same Man. one. Oh, yeah. Regular Bought River. Or, no uh, track champion. Yeah. My wife used to love watching the movie Red forever. I just sold my copy of Rad on VHS for $95 on it. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> That's how much it's worth. I got it on VHS. No, see, I didn't have a rental copy, so people hate rental ex-rental copies. I had an original yeah. rental copy. And I also have Gleaming the Cube. That's another one that people Oh, my God. I love Gleaming the Cube. That was, see, that was my jam. That was my jam. I used to watch that all the time. I never even heard of Red until my wife told me. She and her brother used to watch it. They burned out their first tape. that They had to get a second tape. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got to make the decision whether to study and take the SATs or race the health track, man. That's right. Boys <laughs> <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> That's the oh. back of the box. And, how about, speak, and speaking of soundtracks, how killer is that soundtrack? So good, man. It's so you know, good. later yeah, on, maybe you can take you can take Harley and go ass lighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny you said that because yeah, every time the people that know the movie Rad, like I was at a birthday party a couple of hours back, and they're like, "Hey, crew, come here!" And one guy looked over his friends like, "Whoa, you say his name's Crew?" They're like, "As in Crew Jones, Rad?" And then we look, you're all, you're out, and they're like, "That's well, awesome!" They still their was, hands up. They're like, "That's amazing." My brother's <laughs> name is Drew D R U. So I mean, he. Uh, he movie and and it's like that's like the holy grail for vhs collecting that's up there like it's so hard to find one of the most expensive yeah. vhs movies you could buy 
Oh, I don't know. Probably it's, I, some obscure horror yeah, movie or some something. Like maybe Italian like zombie films. Or something, <laughs> you know, some of those like I, I don't go. I don't delve into any of that shit. But like I'm sure you can go over hundred bucks. But yeah, I couldn't believe how much I got for that. I was it was hard for me to sell, but I was like. I got that for a buck. Like, I can, I can get it. Did you really get that for a dollar? You didn't want to keep it for yourself, huh? You... I got it at the Arcada thrift store when I was living in Arcada. Jeez. I got it for a buck. Yeah, you oh, that's right. We yeah. showed the, the Humboldt thing. Yeah. I forgot about that. But yeah, it was crazy. Well, where did you go to school? Did you go to Humboldt? Humboldt? Yeah, he went to Humboldt. Yeah. I went to People's Records. On the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'm very familiar. That's where I got my master's. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was, I lived there for about four years. I was Eureka, then yeah. don't be a one-upper. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. <laughs> that is not one-upping. No, that not is right. one downing. Yeah, or ten downing, more like it. Yeah. Okay, good night, guys. Have a good night. Good night, Chris. Good You guys met, uh, mentioned the uh, when you're talking about Wonder Woman. Actually, one of the movies I almost picked was La Femme Nikita. You guys see that? You were talking. Hey, oh, hey, Jesus oh Christ. Here she comes. Oh, oh boy. Bad boys podcast. I'm the bad bitches podcast, okay? I picked up the slogan for the year for 2017. Oh, God. I don't want random rants on these movies anymore. I want to save the bad bitches podcast. We haven't seen it, no. I know the cover. I've seen the VHS. I've seen the, I know the cover. I've never seen it. And like leaning against the wall again. Yeah, she, she's badass yeah. in that movie. Like, I remember, I don't like, yeah, I remember seeing yeah. the trailer. I remember like somebody shooting like a like a, like a, a missile or a bazooka and she like goes to hide, she like flies through the vents and she's wearing like a, like a dress. It just looks like a yeah, really cool yeah, thing. They're like training her to be like, well, I'm not going to get into it too much, but, but yeah, she's really hardcore in that movie. She's badass. I heard you guys did Serpico lately too. You guys did Serpico? I think yeah. a couple weeks. Oh god, that's a that's good right. one. That's right. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, yeah. Did you guys like it or I mean everybody have good reviews or no? I think we all genuinely liked it, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Tony liked it maybe. Tony? Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Um yeah. <laughs> I get I give my review and forget. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that memorable? Yeah, no, we liked it though. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, no, it's um, man, I, I wish we weren't so far. I'd I'd love to visit your record store. Like, do you carry like yeah. if new stuff, old stuff, like everything? You carry everything? No, we don't carry any new releases. We're all used vinyl. We don't we don't do any reissues. And just because they didn't, it's, they're expensive to stock in the store. We just don't yeah. have a, a college town, so they've just gotcha. set up. Okay. So we all use. But since it's resurgence, have you noticed a, like a like a huge like change in like. And then, like you said, you see younger kids coming in there and and buying. Oh yeah, and, you know the, the kids are all you know they, they all want to have they're like they want the Beatles, the Stones, and Zeppelin and the Who. You know all these kids that are just kind of getting into it. There's the right. kind of the checklist of people you know, the records. Did I tell you that we took Matthew and Anna to Zeppelin? Yeah, up in weed, and yeah. they were on stage. No, I didn't. They know literally that. called the girls up on stage because I had Matthew on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Everybody's like, gaping tall, so nobody could see." I see there's some young kids in the stage. Why don't you come up? So Nancy you know, and I went up and rocked out. I can't remember the last song. That's it was awesome. one of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. probably Stairway. Chris, it's no. 
Chris had seen Zeparella in Eureka like five years ago or yeah. ten years ago or some shit like that. So it was. So yeah. she. I didn't know that there was a theater up there. It's cool. No, they just re. Yeah, I think that some lady bought it and just reopened it. They have oh. shows like once a week. Now. Really? Yeah, they have a lot of That'd shows. be a cool place to go see a show. Yeah. You want a cookie? You good? No, I'm good right now. I love me some cookies. You know me about cookies. Oh boy, here we go. You have two jobs. <laughs> you work at the record store and at the school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I do the record store thing because I love it. Like we don't, we barely, yeah. we, buy, we sell online mostly on Amazon and eBay and Discogs. But yeah, that's what Harley yeah, was saying. I, yeah. I I work at school to make money. I mean, just to get yeah. And I know I know how much it gets paid there and it ain't shit. So much, my poor man over here. <laughs> if I was a partner, you, you ever come across some hidden gems too as far as records come? Oh yeah, man. I got a big record collection. I, I love 80s hardcore. I like electronica. I like Harley and I've had these conversations. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I, well, I dabble in a little everything, so I get some cool stuff that comes in. Right we also cool. do record shows, the KUSF record swap once a month and so we do a lot of shows too. So yeah, you go down to like what is it, Davis? Davis, or we do the Davis record show. Yeah, sorry, yeah, we do a lot of shows. Uh-huh. And people are starting to sell VHS at record shows now, and, and laser discs. So wow. I mean, I can find movies at record swaps now. I mean, yeah, it's so it's kind of fun. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, my buddy, yeah. He, he just so, um, we just went to uh, a horror convention a couple months ago. It was called Monster Palooza, and Robert England was going to be there, and so was Heather Lane Camp. Oh, yeah. And uh, my buddy just bought the soundtrack for the first Nightmare on Elm Street, like on Discogs, for like a hundred and forty-five dollars. Oh yeah! Wow! Sure. Yeah, that's, the... I have it dealt, man. You know what? Like I have the Shining on soundtrack. I've got, oh, I've got a few awesome. soundtracks, but, but like you know, they have a Moog version of it, so it's synthesized. Like I got some cool, fun stuff, but I don't collect because I know how expensive it can get. Yeah. The soundtracks. I, I, don't even, I don't even scratch the surface on that stuff. I just. Oh, I don't yeah. want to start heading down that, that path. Yeah, I just or, I just ordered oh, it earlier in, yeah. <laughs> early in the week. I just ordered the Evil Dead 2 soundtrack. It just got released for the 30th anniversary. And I don't remember one song or one sound from that movie. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but I, I don't remember anything from that. Yeah, I think it's like dialogue from like the cassette and then like just the, little, the quirky music. Yeah. Tony, are you still awake over there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I gotta stop. I'm gonna stop with a No, it's like, it's funny because you and Fonzo can cream about this old horror shit, and then me and Tony will start talking about computers. Yeah. And shit, like, I just put a four terabyte hard drive on my fucking external GPU and rams this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, yeah. So, Wonder Woman did great, right? <laughs> Bottom line. Yeah. Right. And Maybe I bet, let me review this movie on my, while I'm chomping on cookies. Okay. Um, I got a feeling it'll get legs. It'll hold up. Yeah. I think. What's coming out in the next week or so? Do we know? Uh, no, but I am curious about Alien because he did see it. Um, and uh, let's get his thoughts on it real quick since it's like been nosedive and it's been like it's almost off the oh top. My, oh my god, man! Like, because I Prometheus, I was it was okay. I mean, I visually it was had some moments, but the story, I just like I said, the pacing was just felt slow to me. The action wasn't there, and so I kind of equated the new movie, which the last Mad Max Fury Road, where they're taking the best parts to the movies, you know, like the chase scene and making it action packed. I figured, okay, maybe he's going to do like what I enjoyed about Alien and Aliens and. And I figured, and I'm just stubborn. I don't care. Like, the movies are awful now, but I just want them to sync up the story to the first Alien movie just because I just need to know, you know? So it's right. just, 
Yeah, but it's Hollywood. They want to make yeah. four more movies well, that's what before. He's, doing. he's making this like Star Wars, where apparently he's doing three movies, yeah. counting this Covenant, or maybe Prometheus counts too. Which but, sucks because you're right. It feels like they're hurting. He could be making a good movie now instead of trying to connect to another one, to another yeah, one, yeah, yeah. another one. So why don't you focus on the one now, and then we'll find if it's good. Really- then. 70 plus years old and i think ridley well, scott's getting a little kooky well i had this uh just uh, i had this self-realization in the theater like i was with my buddy and he goes dude why do you like these movies and in my head i figured i have no idea this is fucking awful like it the wow. the, the chest pop stuff is played out like i was like i never thought i'd say that all the alien pops are i just thought wow this is i doesn't do it for me anymore the the fact that the the acting and the script and the dialogue is so bad. Like, not to give anything away, but they just change course on a whim when they're supposed to be colonizing somewhere to follow a signal. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, what? Work. Like, that just makes – you don't just do that. Just change course randomly. And then, right. like, the just – there's, like, these cheesy, like, aha moments. Like, I was telling Harley this. One of the characters says, that's my wife out there. And we're all supposed to, like, gasp. And then, like, ten minutes later, another character says, that was my husband out there. I'm like, they just did that reveal, like, with yeah. another character. Like, it's just the writing was bad. They, yeah, I heard there's so many characters, right, and then they don't even spend time on them. And so when okay. people are dying, you don't really care. You're not invested oh, in them. That was my wife. You're like, oh, that was your wife? That's a bummer. Yeah. Okay, character. Oh, that was my husband. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah. You know, what's that going to happen next? And it's just, that for the amount of movie, the, how long the movie is, they don't, the story just doesn't get far enough. And I just... I just thought it was just brutally bad, it's, man. It's, it's fallen all the way to 6.8 on IMDb. I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, there's a lot of people so that, that have, yeah. not, have not held up. It's disappointing, too, because like I said, I just want the story, the arc to finish so I can just finish it. I will say this, though. I mean, you're ta- you, know, I, you know me. I try, to, I, I try to go off on tangents, and I'll try to limit my tangent on this. But why are we so in love with the Alien franchise? Because the two, the first two movies are the best at what they were trying to do yeah. for woefully different reasons. The first Alien movie is this small suspense thriller, scary, with some sci-fi elements. Yeah. Where there's some brilliant, the there's yeah, some brilliant the visual effects work when it needs to be, but it's very limited. Yeah. It's a very small suspense film, and then the next. And both of these are early, early directors. They're very, it's very early in their career. I think Ridley Scott was in his early 30s when he did Alien. And Ridley, and Cameron was, again, and he was like 34 or some shit when he directed Aliens. And he wants to do a big sci-fi 80s epic action and flick. You got, and you got Giger on top of his game. Exactly, Sorry. with the brilliant yeah. visual yeah. thing. And so... They got so lucky with those two movies. And then, of course, the whole nightmare of of one of the best living directors right now with David Fincher. But the theater, or excuse me, the studio butchers the goddamn script so bad in the third one. Because what? Studio had to get involved. had to make money. And so it ends up becoming this muddled mess. Which, of course, now is a cult classic just because of the muddled mess. But... That's why the Alien franchise is so fucking huge. It's because they allowed these filmmakers to make movies they wanted to make, mm. and they made different films, but the source material is a soulless xenomorph, which yeah. 
it's a faceless character. It's brilliantly designed, and obviously it's arch- uh, I- iconic now because of the the franchise. But it's not like Freddy. It's not like it's not like the alien has some sort of personality that we have to go from movie to movie. Each movie is dependent on a it being a good movie, and unfortunately, we haven't seen a good alien film since Aliens. I mean, I, you know, I, I find it just only natural that the how the Alien and Predator movies just run parallel. Why they would make movies to, that would converge? Yes. You couldn't carry a Predator movie past one or two because, sure. like Alien, it gets redundant and, like, what else are you going to do? So it's only natural that they would join in a movie. Yeah, like and the then they become the worst movies yeah, of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah comically mad. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. But like I said, I don't want to go too far into the new Alien movie because I'm, I'm curious to see what other people say. It's, okay. It's, did, now, did you explain the rating system, Harley? I did briefly. So, Tony, okay. Tony, you want to you give him a little – Hit him with the drops. One of them's a point break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit, him, hit him with hit him with the hit him with the worst of all time. That is one big pile of shit. <laughs> that is that's a movie you get the feeling you understand. Yeah. You're offended. You watch this movie and you you go. Fuck You're this angry. Movie. You're angry. Exactly. Yeah. You you stick your head out the window and I'm mad as yeah. hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. The the next one is that would be a waste of time. That's just, it's just not for me. I'm never going to watch it again. I have a hard time. In some some ways of times, they're not terrible movies. It's just not for me. And then the next, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Need I say more? Yeah. And then, of course, a Tony. That was a fucking movie. That is a movie that you're going to want to watch again. You would recommend to anybody. That's top rating right there. Yeah, that's that's, that's the best movie you could. And and we, me and, me and Tony, we kind of have a theory like we won't give a movie a Slater on our first view of it. Like if we go to the theater, like we saw Logan, we really thought it was good. But we can't give it a Slater. We got to watch it again. Yeah. We can't give a Slater on a first viewing. So we that's almost awesome. And then some movies, we probably have half a dozen in 360 episodes that yeah. are called Certified Slaters, where all three of us give it a Slater. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's very few of them, but we're keeping a, we're, we're going to keep a record of all the fucking Slaters. So what would you give Alien Covenant? Uh, that would be a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Boom. There you have it. Though I was offended and angry when I left the theater because I was so disappointed. Damn! There it is. That's a that's a a borderline pile of shit. (laughs) That's bad. (laughs) I was was super pissed when I saw Prometheus. I left and I was like, "What?" I felt what the hundred times more after. Oh shit! See, like that's the thing. I'm in a hurry to watch this movie just because I want to be pissed. I'm more disappointed (laughs) in myself because I honestly, I'm disappointed myself. I didn't like Prometheus. But yet, I still went and watched the new Alien movie. That's how I just—I told you, motherfucker. I talked. I told him. I, I said, "Don't, to talk me out don't be surprised if it sucks." I knew it was gonna suck. I, mean, <laughs> like I said I had it, but I just—I had to do it, and I, I, yeah, I was disappointed. I even did it. it was a complete waste of time. So, oh, well, like, like Anthony he just he even said it. Waste of time. There yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last good movie? Uh, 
I liked, like I said, I liked Gone Girl. I yeah. was, there was, yeah. we talked about the scene. I didn't, wasn't too impressed. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. But I love Trent Reznor. I mean, I like the, just the, I love the color too. It's almost got like this gray. It's like the ring when the, like, mm. the ring came out. The like ring. the color of it is almost like a gray tinge. Like it's a weird, you guys know what I'm talking about with the ring where it's like kind of bluish and gray. Like the tones of the movie just gave it kind of a vibe. I don't know. I might be on my. I don't we know, haven't reviewed know. that in a long time. Okay, it's got Naomi Watts in it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah it's it was, early. It had that look to it where it's like, kind of a. It, there's a lot of quiet moments. I don't know. I just it it, it went really. I loved it. I liked Gone Girl a lot. So that was the last movie I saw that I was impressed with. Wow. That I really enjoyed. So. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll turn you on to some movies. Yeah. I'll have to go back to the to the because we've seen some really good like independent movies yeah. that have come out in the last five plus yeah. years that are really months. good. Yeah. Like they're, but they're all indie films. They're all, you know, like new time writer directors. And, and some of these like, what was the movie with Chris Pine and, and uh, what's his name? Where they rob all the banks. Oh, oh, oh. oh shit. What was that called? Um, that movie kicked ass. Chris Pine, he's uh, Star Trek, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell of High Water? Yeah, like, really good movie. Um, this was a really, really fun, like, it's two brothers. It's it's Chris oh, Pine that, like, and Cowboy Ben Foster. Style? Yeah, and they're, like, in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas. And they, yeah. they go through and they rob a bunch of banks because they need to get paid. Spoiler alert. I do remember the previous And it... Yeah. It was awesome. It was really good. But it was simple. It was a really, you know, it wasn't overly long, hour and 42 minutes. I, I remember the preview because they were kind of riding on his Star Trek coattails. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. really hot, like, in the 2000s. But the chemistry movie. between the two actors. Yeah. But, you know, you read the screenplay, you're like, a divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their family's ranch in West Texas. Yeah. What? That doesn't mean shit to me. But I don't remember who picked it. Tony, Fonzo, I think you picked it, didn't you? Which one? Hell of High Water? Yeah. Yeah, I believe Tony. so, yeah. Oh, yeah, what? and I was like, yeah. or did Tony pick it? No, it wasn't me. No, oh, it's oh. so, But either way, I was. I remember watching it, me and Chris watched it, and we were like, God, and these are the movies. They're new movies. We see them. But they they bring something just enough new to the table that, you know, it becomes, you sort of like, you remember it, and you want people to see it because it's done so well kind of thing. So there's, try- there's still good movies out. I'm trying out. to be, I'm, that's the thing. I'm trying to convince myself to see new movies because I don't want to be the uber picky guy that's like picking apart every fucking thing. Yeah. Like, if it's entertaining, I'm you know, then that's cool. That's a check mark for entertainment. But like, yeah, I mean, I think that's what's put me off. Like I just, I'm so... I have a lot of trouble pulling the trigger and seeing new movies because I just, like I said, I'm trying not to be too critical and shit. Yeah. I have an open mind, but yeah, that's, that's, I think. Well, it's that. tough. It's like we live in a small community. Yeah. So movies that come to the theater are always going to be the big blocks off yeah. box office temple films. Exactly. And they're always going to be like, yeah. Well, when fine. I lived in Portland, they have all those like Hollywood theater. They show, you know, older movies and you could see some of the independent films. Sure. Like in the theaters. But yeah, here it's like. Yeah. Okay. Here yeah. you gotta go to the Supermo- you gotta go to that movie store up in Mount Shasta. Yeah. What's yeah. it called? Couch Critics. Couch Critics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there is a there is a movie store here locally in Mount Shasta where they yep. they rent out movies and shit. You know, 
So yeah, he's still he's like us at the record store. It's like a you know we 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 scrape by it. Yeah, yeah. We scrape well, and he's got like the speakeasy right behind yep. the store or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. So, anyways, there you go. Sorry, there you go. Well, no, it's funny we could totally segue right into the homework then. Yeah, who chose it? I chose it because it, it was on Netflix and yeah. uh, <laughs> and it looked like Why a movie not? you hadn't seen. I recognized the the face on the cover. Of uh, Ty Sheridan, and we we have all been fans of him recently. Who doesn't love some Ty Sheridan? Right. So it's a it's about a young law student blindly enters a pact with a man who offers to kill his stepfather, whom he feels is responsible for the accident that sent his mother into a coma. So yeah, yeah. you watch it with what's the name of this movie again, Tony? What's that? (laughs) What's the name of the movie? You haven't actually said the name of the movie. Detour. Detour. Twenty sixteen. There's a bunch of titles come up and you put into detour. Yeah. So Tony, what did you think? Yeah, this this movie started like uh like I was I, I got a little annoyed right away when they started oh, like, whoa, make, whoa. making the movie because it because it follows this yeah it's this kid and and he's angry he goes to a, he goes to a bar and he meets up with some um. Uh, you know, under the law, hooligan. Like, uh, hooligan, right, right. Um, but they kind of, he kind of befriends him, and and then at some point, the guy asks him, um, you know, if you would, if you would make it, if you could make it, if you could, if you could split with yourself, and one part of you goes and makes this one decision, and the other one doesn't have to know anything about that decision, would you do it? And then the movie like splits it up, and almost, and at that point, I was like, I think that. But I was like, man, they're gonna make me. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna have two storylines going, and then one of them's yeah. gonna be real, and the other one's not. So I'm, I don't know no, which one to invest in. The top is spinning on MCP. No, but oh. it was more like it was more like I don't know which one to invest in, so I'm not gonna invest in either of them right now. Whoa, whoa. You know whoa. what I mean? Like it's, it's like, I, huh? Don't <laughs> be so lazy and watch a goddamn thing. Pick one. <laughs> Why can't you pick one? Why couldn't you pick one? Why couldn't you invest in one of them? But why should I? He's, 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 wrong he's, he's showing me two. I'm right there with Tony at our time it's up to the movie to tell me which one to pick. But um, you never read those up... Hardy books. Pick your own adventure. <laughs> of course, but it was like I, I'm not, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> yeah, but it turned out to be not so bad. Like uh, I was annoyed at first, but it it redeemed itself. Um, by the 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 twist type of thing wasn't. There's a couple little twists throughout the movie, and it revealed, um, it revealed them at a good pace. So I didn't stay annoyed for too long. Um, That's so funny. I had the opposite effect. Oh, really? <laughs> I got annoyed towards the end. <laughs> I did get annoyed yeah, with I'm, the final. I'm like, I'm like, I had a hard time investing in the characters early on. But yep. then at the end, at the end, I started to get annoyed too, and so I was like, "Oh, this is not going well." I love my Ty Sheridan though; it's so even though his performance is garbage, like everybody's performance except for the thug. But it's the thug's just acting like an asshole. He's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like I could be, I'm doing the podcast right now. I could be that asshole. You know what I mean? It's like it's that's not difficult to be Johnny Ray. You know what I mean? And so once I got over his like, oh, this character is the antagonist. Oh, wait, no, there's another antagonist. 
the yeah, I, Fonzo, I'm interested. What what pissed you off towards the end though? So okay, so you know, I'm, I'm all along for the ride. You know, no pun yeah. intended. And then, um, and like I said, we all like Ty, so I'm into it trying to figure it out. Then it does that split, like, like you follow this side or this side. I'm like, okay, all right, you know, let's it's go like with the, it. The, uh, the evil uh, demon on your one shoulder or the angel on the other. Yeah. Right. And then, um, and then we're going through the motions, and like you said, yeah, the, the, the acting, there's no big name, so, you know, there's no yeah, one that's going to stand out or right. It's like, oh, that's kind of distracting. So, um, except for Stephen Moyer, who's in True Blood, you know, plays a stepdad. No one else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, um, so, yeah, so there's the, the, the double split there, and then, yeah, towards the end, there's another one. And at one point, I'm, I'm, I just start thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, whether this happens or that happens, I don't really like his character or the girl. Mm-hmm. So if something good happens for them, like, I'm going to be kind of upset because they're not good people. So yep. Um, so that that's what that's a bad taste in my mouth at the end. I'm like, so what, what, you know, what, what happened, what happened? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I think at that point when I realized something like, it's hard to talk about that, spoiling it, but yeah, when, I, totally when I realized what was going to happen, I guess, and then I'm, that's when I was like, wait a minute, I don't like this. I don't like, I don't like this at all. I don't think that should happen, you know? Um, if it was like, if he was protecting the woman for something bad that happened, or, you know, I was getting shades of like true romance. Like, let's go to Mexico, let's do that. You know, ah, good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian and them were in love, and he was helping her out, and then, and then, and as you know, yeah, but they, but the, right, right, but these two characters constantly trying to be a cliche kind of thing, but they're not like, really like they don't even fall for each other, right? They, they even, have like, no chemistry, yeah, yeah exactly, nothing. There's no chemistry. Like he's telling her, like you know that uh, there's more chemistry with the 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 guy and the girl. Like, he's really tr- wants to help her out when he's in jail. You know, like he didn't want to give her to what's his face. I thought the bad guy was kind of cool. Actually, he was kind of interesting. Yeah, the the oh, it's my shoulder. I can't throw as hard. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, what's up with like? I don't give a fuck if those are like styrofoam mugs. He threw one of the guy's fucking throat. Like that shit oh, hurt. I know. That was like, that was there were scenes that there sound was... it was making. I was like, I don't give a fuck who that stuntman man is. That shit had to hurt. <laughs> Plastic nuts, paper cups. I don't give a fuck. That shit like it hurt. Well, but he was just kind of interested. He was kind of cool. Like yeah, I don't know, he's, he's, not, not, he's, he's an unknown. Good. Right, and I, th- but the, I think, but that thing's always kind of scary, you know, when you got it. Like, oh, man, with the badass, when the badass of the movie is all of a sudden acting like a big pussy, you know, what exactly. I mean? exactly. And that's right. what we get in that right. scene is he's the badass who's instigating all all of the drama, and now all of a sudden he's pissing his pants. Oh, and Frank is the big time, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that that scene is cool, but does a scene make a movie? No, of course uh, not. But like, but not. when, but when like, yeah, when when good when good guy and, and bad guy, you know, when that one scene happens where they kind of, you know, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. when it kind of comes together. Um, I was like, interesting. I was like, I kind of dug that. I'm like, okay, it's a different take on a movie. You know, I'm getting vibes of Memento, and we're going backwards and forwards or whatever. Sure, um, sure, sure. Yeah. So, so I'm like, okay, different a different narrative. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm along with the ride. I'm cool. But like, like, like I said. When once the end happened, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling that, so I can't. So that's a bad taste in my mouth. And unfortunately, since it's the end, you're supposed to leave on a high note, and it didn't. So 
Yeah, well, right. and see, that's interesting that you have that take on the ending because that that twist at the end, I was I, I wasn't sure if I liked it or not until you started yeah. saying that you didn't like those characters, and I was like, yeah, I didn't like those characters either. Like, <laughs> it I wasn't really in their in their corner. Like right. they kept on making decisions. I was like, "That's stupid. Why the fuck you do right. that? Stupid." Because of what happened, and then I, we didn't even really know if that had happened yet. Through like a, a long time, you know. At some point, they, we should, as the audience, be revealed that this happened, and now we can choose better. You know, the 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 main actor, or you know, what I mean, even the stepdad. Like we should, we should know by now. What we've been led, led to believe. You know what I mean? Right. So, but at, at the same time, like the the ending. Um, was was this it, it was a mix because even though that seems like they their actions were being rewarded their life got flipped their 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 normal his, his in particular his life mm-hmm. his cushy lifestyle you know he's getting always going to college had a big house plenty of money it's gone yeah he's his it's you know i mean spoiler alert <laughs> but um <laughs> So even though well, I don't feel bad about spoiling this movie, maybe it's because <laughs> yeah. it's point three on IMDb, and um, it's not very good, and it's like some crazy, some kind of obscure small independent. Well, we, can, we can spoil. We can, you know, at least we like to. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, I guess it's a little it. bit of spoiler. Um, but it's one of those like he kind of got a little bit of what he deserved because from his point of view, he was doing something that was right, but he made right. some assumptions some very deadly assumptions you know they were the, the the assumptions that led to him doing bad things and if he would have just like paid more attention or something he would have found out a little more of the story and nothing none of the none of the movie would have happened you know yeah. um so yeah he he thought he was doing good did some bad things kind of got what he deserved um even though it seemed like he made it to mexico with the girl He's he's done, you know. He's got no life left. He's got to start over in Mexico with a, with the girl who he has no chemistry with, <laughs> and yeah. it's like, yeah, it's it's a very bittersweet type of. There was, ending. yeah, I think for me it was like that one plot reveal, and I'll say uh, the pool scene, you know. Right. Um, I was like, oh, okay, cool, I dig it. You know, it's like, oh, everything we were led to believe up to this point. It it is different. Okay, all right, cool. I'm I'm. Oh wait, this movie's boring again. It's so it's like as soon as I'm like slightly entertained, all of a sudden I realize, oh shit, the performances are terrible. I mean, the one character's just being intense. He's just he's just acting. He's just belligerent. He just curses at everybody. He's just insulting. He's just he just screams at the girl. He just says fuck a lot. It's like that doesn't make for a good movie. I mean, we've seen plenty of good yeah. movies where a main character says fuck a lot, but this isn't one of them. This this guy isn't Tony Montana. He's just a fucking idiot thug, you know, with fucking neck tattoos. Um, we, we've seen... So that doesn't hold up. That doesn't for replayability or for, for saying, yeah, you should go see this movie called Detour because there's this fucking meth kid who talks a little bunch of shit... And then there's this kind of cool plot twist at the end, or it's like halfway through, but then the movie gets shitty again. It's like, it ends up being a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. You know, I, for yeah. me, unfortunately... It seems because I was into it, too, though. I'm into it in the beginning, know, in the middle, 
I'm liking how it's going. I like the way it's paced. Uh, you know, I like the look of it. Um, but then that overall, like at the end, when I come decision, like once I see her running the beach and seeing him and I'm like, yeah, y'all despicable, man. Y'all don't deserve this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for me, it's a waste of time. Unfortunately, that would be a waste of time. That's funny because I, I a instead of a detour. Was that? Sorry. I said it's, I should have taken a U turn instead of. A, it wasn't uh, hot enough. The chick wasn't hot enough. Her tits were too small. The, yeah, yo, no, but the, well, I'll tell you what though. The friend, his friend was a real OG. Like his friend had him his back. His friend was a bad boy. That's for true. Life. I thought he had some oh, of the better oh, acting. The fucking, yeah, yeah, the one who was like trying to give him all the yo, drugs. Man, I, I got to stop masturbating for this. You got to tell me now. Funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, his performance is it? He he was a better actor. Yo, yeah, yeah, like yeah, he would go from flame lines to like. And I'm for real though, man. Tell you know, tell your mom, you know, love her and give, give her a hug, you know. Like uh-huh. he, he's just like I don't know, he just felt real to me. Like he just yeah. was like just kind of lit, but he had his back no matter what, you know. He was just like he was like Jeremy Renner in, in, in the town when Matt and Ben Affleck's like, yo, right, we gotta go beat up some people. I can't you can't I just don't ask questions, like, all right, who whose car are we driving? He just no questions asked, let's just roll, you know? Mm-hmm. That was his that was his buddy. And I, I so fortunately he was cool, but yeah. The movie, not so much. Yeah, and I started off not liking the movie, uh, being annoyed, and the 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 twist of the parallel like you you thought the movie was gonna have two parallel storylines, but then it mm-hmm. reveals it later on that they're not exactly parallel. I was like, oh, okay, I can dig that little bit of filmmaking, but the characters I was never in anyone's corner, so by the end of it, this is certified waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Yeah. There's some elements we like in it, but unfortunately it's not, wasn't enough. To, it wasn't enough to make it worth right. it. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Right. Oh, shit. Is this a certified waste of time? That is what <laughs> I just said. I'm yeah. sorry. I was taking a piss. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Damn. I thought you were kind of, I felt like you were going to give it a dollar. Yeah, but yeah. the, the, the part of the movie where I, like, well, where, while you were taking the leak, I said yeah. that, uh, um, the the filmmaking choice where they took the split storyline and kind of pieced it together into an actual storyline. I was like, that's kind of cool filmmaking, but I didn't care about the characters. The 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 the, the screenplay just didn't wasn't enough. Um, yeah. And so yeah, and like you said, the performances weren't all that great either. You know, no, I wasn't very impressed. Was so it's like it just I mean, it wasn't enough. The one, yeah, the one kid, he was just overacting the whole time, just trying to be an asshole. And I thought, shit, Ty Sheridan might not be this great actor, and maybe he was just in good movies. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to tell Bo here, like, go check out Mud, like, kick Absolutely. But why is Mud so good? Matthew McConaughey, he's doing fucking, he's doing awesome, and yeah. the movie as a whole is good. Ty Sheridan's just being a fucking kid. And then the other movie that we enjoyed him in was Joe. Yeah, with and and everybody fucking clowns on Nicolas Cage, but he's a watch that movie. He knows what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, watch that movie. It's a kick ass movie. So maybe Ty. And then I don't remember Ty. Be I saw him in the last fucking X Men fucking eighteen. Cyclops. But I don't remember. I don't remember. It wasn't a memorable role, and obviously the movie's not about him. But I'm 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 starting to I'm starting to doubt. My Ty Sheridan. What about Scott's, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? I, I didn't see it. I never got oh, to see it. You guys saw it, you liked it, and I never got a chance to see it. Okay. Well, how about this? He'll be he'll be 
in a, a Steven Spielberg movie. I'm very interested in Ready Player One. Yeah, I'm very. TJ Miller, Ben Mendelsohn, Simon Pegg. I mean, it's. A, yeah, I know, I know, but again, another one of those fucking filmmakers who hasn't made a brilliant movie in 20 years. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> a little nervous. Spielberg, I trust so. Just saying. All right. Well, how about we move into the, the second homework? I guess you can say this is a gamble. <laughs> Are you I'm saying that because it's you're saying Atlantic City? Yeah. So so. Um, there you go. There you go. Hit him with it. So anyway, so uh, Bo here. I told Bo last week because I've been trying to get him on the podcast for a while now, and mm-hmm. I said. Um, you, pick said Bo, a movie. you said Bo knows this, but Bo knows that. Bo knows this, but Bo don't know Jack because Bo can't rap. So, and he, <laughs> knows know? tri- he knows some tribe lyrics too, obviously. So, okay. anyways, I was like, because we're always talking about these 80s action flicks. And then I was like, pick them because I had extra credit. So I was like, pick a movie that you, an old movie that you know that we've all seen that we love. This probably wasn't was in the text, but that was the entire, that was the intention, you know? And then something movie we can just cream about for 20 minutes. So I pick the opposite. He picks, <laughs> he, so he picks a homework. And so I was like, you know what? It's all, it's all good. So I hit the guys up with it last yeah. week. And they were like, yeah, cool. So, cause they're down for whatever. So, um, and so we picked, so you picked Atlantic City. Yeah. And, and so tell, tell them why. How many times have you seen this movie? Is it something that you, no, I, it's, I mean, it, you get, I mean, Risky Business, I've probably seen that 40 times. Cocktail, 35 times. Um, Atlantic City, I've seen four times. But there's something about it that just kind of, like I said, I don't know if it's the amount of beers I had, but it just stuck with me. <laughs> Whether it's acting. Like, um, I don't, have you guys seen The Shootist, John Wayne's last movie? No. That he made before he died? No. Okay. Okay. It's about an aging gunfire fighter who has terminal disease. He's got cancer, and obviously, he's in real John life. Dies. In real life, he's dying, and that's his last movie he made. He's sick during that movie, and mm-hmm. I just kind of watching Burt Lancaster as this old, just kind of just old guy that's just depressing. Uh, if you've seen him in Oh Gunfighter, Okay Corral, or some of his earlier movies in the fifties and sixties, he's always this badass dude. And this is so unlike him. I just thought his acting was just super powerful. Just it's the same thing with John Wayne. I mean, he committed to that role where he's actually dying as a character and in real life. And it just, he is like it came together, man. He's like sixty-seven yeah, when he yeah. shot the film. He yeah. is damn near seventy. He years was old. not doing much. I thought he only lived like nine or ten or nine. He died in nineteen ninety-four. So yeah, he's so like he, years yeah, old. but but he, he, you can tell he's old and he's yeah, sort of he's, he's and his old. character is over the yeah. hill too. Yeah. So my and favorite just, my favorite part of this uh this is little um his little bio it says he was a tough street kid who took an early interest in gymnastics. I'm like what? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that was gonna go or that went. <laughs> he joined the circus as an acrobat. Early interest in yes and checkers. Didn't click on the Ralph Macchio bio. Mm. You sure that was Bert? That sounds like Ralph Malcolm. Yeah, no shit. But uh, yeah, you know what? And and like I was telling you guys earlier, I just this is the antithesis. This is this is the opposite of the glamorous, huge budget, yeah, Scorsese gangster the films about 
Vegas. This is about Atlantic City. I mean, there's not a lot of movies, to my knowledge, about, you know. Well, Atlantic and you mentioned City. this before. And I'm a nostalgic guy. I love the shots of the boardwalk. I, yeah. I love that shit. Well, and it, there's some interesting thing on Wikipedia I'll talk about later real briefly. But you mentioned that, too, before you were like, you said gangster flick. And yeah. so I was thinking, like, this movie's a oh, gangster oh, flick. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, it's not. It's like the Burt Lancaster character, he's kind of like claiming sure. to be the bet, the, you know, like he's claiming to be uh, Pesci in Casino. You know, he was like, yeah. I was right man. I killed a couple guys. But we don't see none of that through the movie. We see Susan Sarandon rubbing fucking uh, lemon juice all over her tip, <laughs> which I'm not complaining, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't enough of it, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. What? Well, yeah. in the early stages of, of Bert is when he runs into the kid who buys, gets the cocaine, and he says, hey, I was recommended to you by these guys in Vegas. And you yeah. see how he lights up. I mean, this is a guy yeah. that he doesn't. He just he's met, so and he's bored. so eager to say how important he was. And yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. And he starts just telling him, this, you know, how, how to act, how to be. And he's like, you don't do that if you're a real gangster. You keep that close to the vest. And that's just another example of how pathetic his character yeah. is. He just wants to be liked, and he wants to tell a story and feel important. And I just, it's just, it's a sad, you know, his it is, character. It's sad. Just, and, and, and you think at some point he's going to get together with Susan Sarandon or whatever, and there's going to be this glamorous thing, or there's a giant shootout, a la True Romance, people in Elvis, you know, dressed up like Elvis, <laughs> or something like that. It's some giant scene. But the subtlety of the film is it what is I subtle. enjoy yeah, about it. It's sure. just, there's nothing glamorous. Everybody's life is pathetic in that movie. Like, it's just... Whether it's the two kid, the two kids, and I believe, and I always got this kind of confused, is I think Susan Sarandon that was her ex husband. It is who got so. his, her, uh, his uh, that girl knocked up, and that's her sister also. I think right. It's, right. So it's like, like yeah. how unglamorous and pathetic is that? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Brutal. Yeah, it is. That it's is terrible. So she literally, if there's one scene. Where she goes, that's my husband and my sister. Yeah, and I was like, what? and everybody's like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. And then she does briefly mention, yeah. he's like, what am I supposed to apologize? I left you for your sister, yeah, for like, your younger sister, yeah. who's fucking mentally retarded, <laughs> that, while like nine months pregnant. Like, see, there's some scenes in the movie. You're like, what the fuck is my going favorite? On? My favorite line. Is oh I never use seatbelts. I don't believe in gravity. I don't believe in gravity. You're like that's how dumb this chick is, you know. And, and there's obviously the parallels between the decrepit, this the old the Atlantic City of old, and then new. It's big crumbling and there's yeah like there's that. some interesting Wikipedia article that says um, the principal photographer uh, the production company's allotted Louis Mall. The money to make a film with a stipulation that made before the year 1979 ended. Molly had a difficult time finding the right script to direct. And with the running out, excuse me, with time running out of then girlfriend Susan Sarandon. So Susan Sarandon was dating the director. Suggested using a story written by his friend John Gore, a playwright most notably for his plays, House of Blues, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Suggested that the story take place in Atlantic City which was still, for the most part, suffering from the urban deterioration that prompted the legalization of gambling as a solution to save the city. So, you know me, I'm a history major. This kind of shit interests me. The three met over dinner in 1979 to work out the quirks in the script and began shooting within a few months. 
So, and then this, so the, the director wanted to show sort of the, the old, and, and obviously the, the character addresses it. So, and we've never talked about the history of Atlantic city or the gambling. It's kind of like a little mini Vegas on the yeah, East yeah. coast, but before it became this gambling, you know, centerpiece, it was just a, a normal urban centerpiece. And, and the guy talks about it. He was like, I remember when Atlantic city, blah, blah, blah. But we see the very beginning, the opening scene is them demolishing one of like the apartment buildings to what? Build up casinos. And the same thing at the very end. So the movie is aptly titled Atlantic City. But and then it's we also see that parallel of the Burt Lancaster character sort of. It's almost you want to see the prequel. Well, you know, it's like, yeah, go ahead. It's funny. um, What what, um, Atlantic City is the wannabe Vegas, just like our main character, Burt oh. Lancaster, is the wannabe oh, thug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think that. That's well. exactly. And, and that's and it. I, I'm out. I'm dropping the mic. That's my best. That's the best I got. That's it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's why we have Tony. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's that thing it's just, I think, maybe fatigue of the uh, 90s big, like like we were talking about with big blockbuster films. I think it's just the subtleties of it. I was, I just enjoyed it a lot when I saw it. I mean, it, it's it's just a love story, kind of, in a way. But it's like, it it's, is this creepy, at all. like, yeah, it's the very beginning dude. of the movie, like, creepy yeah. old dudes watching her. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's creeps. And I'm watching it with the wife. You know? so, <laughs> at the same time i was like you go boy yeah. you go girl and then i was like wait a second my wife watching this movie with me i'm like that dude's a creep <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about old dudes and young uh-oh uh-oh, uh-oh. I lost him i think we lost him so your professional voice kicks in tony ready go <laughs> We're sorry for technical difficulties. We will be we'll resume our show show shortly. Show <laughs> soon. That's like a fucking tongue twister. I know. Try that again. <laughs> resume our show shortly. <laughs> now hold your tongue and do it again. <laughs> the shift, 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 yeah. shift. You were born in oh, a pile of shit. I, I bet they're still talking to <laughs> That's the best uh, part. Yeah, I didn't have fun with this movie at all. <laughs> nope. I watched it in two sittings. Yeah. Um... And I was going, I was going, what the fuck? <laughs> like right off the bat. I mean, I was like, right. oh yeah, rubbing your titties with a yeah. lemon? What the fuck's wrong with you, woman? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I was, yeah, I'm watching it. I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on right here? All right, this is where you start off the movie right here. And then like with a lemon, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm down, but at the same time, that's, that's sour. That's some sour uh, shit. That's sour shit you got going on. Where's the salt? <laughs> yeah, where's the tequila? <laughs> yeah, no, it got weird. Um, but it's interesting, just the, the the connection that I just made right now about Atlantic City trying to be, you know, the Vegas of the East Coast, right? And um, and from that point of view, maybe they're trying to, you know, that that's what the movie's trying to do. But that's a lot of work, and it's not entertaining enough for me to go through right. that effort. Exactly. You know, to yeah. make. I'm not familiar with the guy, so I mean, I've heard of his name. I'm not familiar with him, so just trying to follow along. And yeah, if he's a one small time gangster, it's like, 
prove it then, man, because you're not proving it. When those guys came up and jumped Susan Saran and him, and he, he just punked him and he didn't do nothing, I'm like, right, yeah, what's up, man? You know? Mm. I've seen older men be, like, be hardcore or tough and, like, fight back, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Are they still not on there? No, we're back. Sorry. Okay. All right. Hey, we can get... We're back. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I, I literally my internet fell off for some second, and all of a sudden we're back. So sorry. No worries. You make it sound like the cat knocked it off the shelf or something. It yeah. is. It is similar. I don't know. It's fuck AT and T, but I tell you what, it ain't gonna get any better at the new house. So you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the downside to living out here in the woods is is internet quality is not um, it's not a high point. Yeah. I mean, the views are great. The lakes are great. The square footage per dollar is great, but the internet quality is not great. <laughs> so, uh-huh. anyways, so you guys were reviewing. Uh, Bo's really interested in what you guys thought. So. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like I said, reading the the plot and everything, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. You know, I'm I'm like, oh, I'm all for it. I, sometimes, you know, I I like to watch older movies and then um and. And I never really had seen a Burt Lancaster movie or seen him in anything. I mean, only when I knew was Susan Sarandon. So I'm like, all right. And it has that cool look of like, you know, old, old um, just, I like when things are filmed like in the seventies and they, things were just like New York or anything like that won't look like that anymore. So I, I'm all, I was dig seeing scenes like that. And uh, in the very beginning, right when it started off, like we said, Susan Sarandon, you know, it's like, oh, okay. What, what's going on right here? But never lives up to that. It's such a tease. Cause even my man starts, Getting his I, take, I taking his shirt off. You don't see nipple halfway through the movie. She you did? Yeah. Would you pause it or something? Hell yeah, baby. Oh, okay. See, well, maybe uh, my wife's nipple. She jumped in front of the TV. I don't remember, but I thought it's well, just, we got a big seventy TV Paul. So that's why he saw it. Body <laughs> 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 but um, but yeah, I've seen like other you know older men play you know old retired gangsters or just old guys, and then I just you know. Wasn't feeling, it. and then what other thing that kind of bugged me? That's not on this ball of the movie, but the the woman that he's taking care of. What was her name? Grace. We can oh, spoil yeah. the shit out of this movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen. I've gone to customers' homes that are like that, where they just feel like they still they like pictures of themselves shit. when they were. Yeah, My it, grandma that was like that. She just collected. <laughs> her house looked like a thrift store. Yeah, that's what they yeah, look like that and shit. Like and they always have pictures of themselves when they were younger. Like, oh look, I look like this, whatever. And they're always just a pain in the ass. Customers they always ask for everything and repeat. And this, it kind of, it, it gave me a bad feel. Like I was at work. <laughs> like I said, no fault of the movie, but it was just kind of weird. Like when I saw her, I'm like, oh man, I know chicks like that, man. This is. A, and the guy's got to go back. It just felt like he was like on a trouble call every time or something. I don't know. You know, he's just taking care of her. Um, but yeah, it it, it was it was. It's a little you slow for me. Your modem, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I restarted my modem. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the any key on the computer? Yeah, it's just yeah, no. But yeah, I, I, I said just from the topic, I wanted to like it, but I just got annoyed like when those two thugs came up and like smacking Susan was running around, and then and the, the, the pushed him back, and he just kind of stood there and didn't at least try to do something. And then my man's breaking the little cassette player, and he's being real aggressive with him, like, "Yo, man, why are you?" Fucking really breaking that thing so bad. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's pissing me off. Um, and then, like I said, towards the end when he's like, sees they're watching the news, he's like, oh, look, that's me. He can't wait to tell anybody that he, that he, what he did. He's calling Grace. And I'm like, it sounds like a, like a guy when he's got his first girlfriend. He can't wait to tell anybody, mm-hmm. you know? But it is. It's yeah, like, like a child. He's yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of bugged out because like, I wanted to see, like, a, you know, uh, actual, like, like, 
you know, gangster. So I don't know. Maybe that was cool. just well, that was well, fault, but fact. And then what did you get? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, like I said, and, and that sucks. I know it's not the movie's fault, but just what I was thinking going into it. So, but um, yeah, I just I just wasn't feeling it, unfortunately. Tony, you gotta hit the button, right? What was the? Re- oh, you're not doing the review yet, or you're not well, doing the rating? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, we're, yeah. Because um, sometimes just guys want to say a little bit more, and then... oh, okay. <laughs> all right, I was gonna say. Um, you yeah. get the feeling a man's gonna give a waste of time. Um, as for me, like the the, the kind of connection that I just made about the you know the Atlantic City and the parallel with uh, Burt Lancaster, Lou, um, and they they both kind of want to be cool they want to be this this cool this lover this killer you know this gangster this you know yeah. this making a ton of money you know and bringing money into the city and all that stuff if i would have watched it with that in mind maybe i could have it, it would have been fun to make those connections but i didn't enjoy enough of the movie itself yeah for me for to make it worth going back and and, and seeing it in that from that point of view, especially since I'm not that I'm not a history major, you know, I, I don't really give a shit about cities. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but I, 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 I can dig it. Like, huh? There could be like, well, and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I could see that there might be some really cool parallels where you could, where you could say like the, when, how he is interacting with the people around him is the way the city is operating you know or maybe his interaction with grace is somehow something with the with the mayor i don't know i don't know what the fuck but no, i wouldn't go that deep right but it's too obvious like it's it's glaringly obvious the parallels the director did and i wonder why the fuck like it got some phenomenal uh accolades and I, i'm like wondering like what did people see in this movie because it said yeah burt lancaster got nominated for an oscar it's like what like like what made this movie this movie that is painfully obvious with its parallels the characters that i can tell you guys couldn't did not identify with or enjoy like you know what i'm saying like what 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 made that movie i don't you know i that's why i was really i picked this because i was thinking am i the only one that like really i don't know why i enjoyed it so much and i was kind of and i kind of getting my answer now and i kind of figured this well, there you go uh, in 2003, like the- Atlantic City was selected for preservation in the United States National wow. Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So, why? so there well, is some element. I think I think you're touching on it. It's almost like a documentary on mm-hmm. Atlantic City. Yeah. The rise and the fall, the, the old and ushering in the new, the old mob with the new, it's all about money. It's all about money. It's all about money. And for somebody like me, as, I, as Tony, you know, aptly uh, pointed out, from a historical standpoint, it's interesting. And we do get sort of this story arc of these characters. We don't know about Burt Lancaster. It's like at the beginning, I'm like, he's telling these stories. He's like, I killed two men, but I, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's a number and I'm like, well, yeah, he's, he's literally running numbers. It's like, I got 50 cents. It's like, he literally has it in the book. It's like $48 while he's running at the guy that he get the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a bunch of scenes in the movie that really work for me. Yeah. The, the guy who buys the Coke, he's like, ah, it's Santa Claus. Come on in. It's like, 
one of the, the coolest scenes that I loved is when he writes the number down, says, yeah, I don't do business to people that know that I do business. And then he business. starts flushing it down the, the toilet. And flushed down the toilet, so the guy has to reach in the, well, the pisser to pull it out. And that was, scene. It was and, so casual. And that was the plot yeah. twist, ironically, yeah. moments after that, that got me hooked into the movie. Yeah. Was sort of the antagonist of the film, and we didn't really talk about it, but the fucking junkie idiot boyfriend. Yeah. Who I hated. Who's who's start? Well, you're supposed to. Who starts off this snowball effect? And you're like, I'm just waiting for this kid. Like he's just gonna fucking ruin everybody's life throughout this movie. But he gets spoiler. I I won't spoil it. But what happens to him? I was like, oh shit, that's what this movie's about. All right. Well, well, what's 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 really it about? Okay. So it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn, and the movie's only an hour and forty and minutes. No giant explosion. Exactly. It fizzles off. But I do yeah. get it. I do get it. Why it did so well, and and I, but I totally understand. It's because everybody why a loves lot lemons. Of, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, I said it's because everyone likes lemons. Like, that's why I did so. That's well. why I did so. Everybody likes what? Lemons. Lemons. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Well, ironically, I'm not a huge fan. Of, like Susan Sarandon's not that attractive. No, like, she's like, like she's yeah. not pretty. Like she, she's okay, but she's young. Yeah. So it's like, I, you know, um, but I do get the appeal for the movie, and I do get it a little bit. Like, I get that not a lot of people are going to like this movie, especially like did Laney watch this, Tony? No. No, exactly. You know, it's like, is, is Amy going to watch this, Fonzo? Uh, yeah, that's going to be a negative, sir. Exactly. And Chris, like, ironically, we were finishing up the last, like, 20 minutes of the movie before the podcast because we watched most of it last night. And Bo showed up and we're like, we, we're still finishing it up. And Chris was like, I want to finish it with you guys because she watched it with me last night. And yeah. it was just enough to keep her interested kind of thing. Yeah. And so, um, and she's, of course, the oldest of of all of us times three. So, um, as I make, I was made for Chris's age because <laughs> she's four years older than me. But anyways, Someone um, has the balls I fa- what's that, Tony? Hit, hit me with the drum. <laughs> I'm glad someone has the balls to face facts. <laughs> that this isn't a bad movie and it's actually pretty good. Especially if you're like a Burt Lancaster, like an old school fan, I get it. We see the right, we see, we get, hints or glimpses and we're not exactly sure about his character is it true and then at the end we get the well i actually just shared a drunk tank with him for a couple yeah. hours yeah and that's why he gets so geeked up when he pulls the trigger at the end you know and so i ended up enjoying it i thought when it was over i was like okay cool i get it yeah it's not a bad boys 2010 explosions and that I think maybe that's why it was I was able to enjoy it as much as I did, because Bo warned me, this is a is not about, you know, big, you know, you know, slow motion sniffing up coke off, you know, yeah. strippers Grandiose. tits. Yeah, yeah this is not a, like casino or some big. It doesn't glorify. It shows the main characters are washed up, yeah. or or. They're young and attractive, and they're so desperate for just any kind of future. They're desperate and are disappointed, spoiler alert, when they don't get a blackjack table job. 
you know, and it's like, and then the old lady who's yeah. just super like she just spoiled, lives in bed. She's a spoiled star, former starlet that feels like she's more important. Than but they even is. say yeah. she was like she was a model, and she's yeah. like, oh, she's like Miss America. Well, no, she was like Miss Atlantic City, <laughs> circa yeah. nineteen sixty three. But it's like, yeah, she's just some old washed up hag now with some ugly ass stupid dog. Yeah. And so for me, the movie worked. And so for that, I give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> and the creepy French dude, that guy was fucking creepy as yeah, hell. That guy was over the top. <laughs> when he was like, no, that's not how you deal at 21. <laughs> <laughs> Tony? Um, well, I left the movie feeling like it was a waste. Um, but I'm really intrigued about the, the parallel thing. So it feels like it's like right in the middle. If I would have known, if I would have been, I think if I would have been a little more prepped, um, to, to look for it, I may have enjoyed it a little more, but as it stands, it's, it, it was a waste. That would be a waste of time. It's close. I blame it on you, Harley. You could have, you could have set it up. Yeah. If you want to talk for so long, he might've liked it. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness this this was probably such a big curveball thrown to you guys as far as maybe what the last most recent movies you saw was so it's like it is it's probably like what the fuck well and, and in all fairness i'm the guy who picks these kind of old movies oh, okay. and some of them will look well like i was we were talking earlier i picked serpico a couple yeah, weeks yeah, ago and we got really lucky like that movie and fonzo you really liked it and and so you picked this one, and yeah, halfway through it, I was like, ah, oh, the, the guys aren't going to like this. Like, it's yeah, slow. Yeah. It's slow. It's kind of plotty. But then I, you know, I, you know, we were talking about mm-hmm. it, and I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. I get it. And then, and I thought actually how it, the last, like, 15, 20 minutes of the movie, the you know, kind of leading up to the, the quote-unquote shootout, I was kind of like, the last 20 minutes of the movie sold it for me is like, it was just enough sort of drama. It was just enough sort of like, Oh shit, shit's getting real now. You know what I mean? I mean, we get the character in in the stabbing, but, but this scene, it was like, we see Bert, we realize at that point, Burt Lancaster is the, the protagonist. You know what I mean? And then I, I love it how he pimps out the old lady too for the hundred, the, yeah. the, the G at the end. I love that. I thought that was just so. And so I thought it, it ended up being. they walk on the boardwalk together. Yeah, exactly. But it is. It's, dog, so yeah, yeah, exactly. She's, she's disappeared. And he comes to the realization she's way too young. Yes. He's and he's like, don't forget to dish the car. Yeah. And so I dug that. I thought it was good filmmaking. It didn't end. It wasn't a Hollywood happy ending. Don't get That's me wrong. Nasty, nasty. Yeah. How would you guys have felt if there, if at the end or felt if you said feel felt if what are you uh, Mazzy? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> How would you guys have felt if there was a either a big kind of shootout, b it just ended with uh, with Burt Lancaster uh, running away with Susan Sarandon to France or whatever? Yeah, would, no shit. would you have enjoyed like a wrap up like that? Would it have been just, better? Like, like would you have enjoyed that more nah. like an ending like that than the way it ended? They went no. to the beach in Mexico. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because he was pining over her, like he's stalking her. Like, I don't know if like them two should be together. Yeah, I mean, like, or, like, how you guys, like, she's kind of a mess. He's kind of a mess. Years old 
of that. I was going to say, haven't you guys, like, and I don't know your guys' situation, but haven't you, like, Well, Tony's probably all about it because he's all, he's dating a young chick, or he's married to a young chick. Oh, yeah, Tony's wife. He's all about it. I'm like, what's the problem, fellas? He's like, what's the problem? situation and it's like sometimes it hits you you're like dude i am what am i doing here like I, i'm way too old it, shit. it hit me when i went back to college at 30 yeah and i tried to act like i was going to high school yeah exactly i, 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 I was I, and i've told chris's story like, a million times i was like i was 30 years old i had no like perceivable talents or no education <laughs> yeah. and i was like we'll go back to college well, yeah. It's like that. It's like that gif I see on Twitter with Steve Buscemi, and he shows like a high school, like a skater, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, my fellow students?" That'd be cool. You know, I'm recently, I'm recently divorced, quote unquote. You know, I'm a single dad. You know, yeah. I'm, I, I got some. Uh, you know, I'm a decent looking guy. I'm gonna go back to college. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be plenty of college age twenty some year old single chicks, hot chicks. This is gonna work out well. Work for Tony? Wah, wah, wah. It, did not, <laughs> I, it did not work out well. It's closed, it man. It worked out well five years later when I decided to go on match and find a chick five years older than me with a fucking master's degree that I can have a conversation with. You know what I mean? It did not pan out well dating the younger <laughs> chick, you know? Your problem so, is that you're leaving time to talk between the fucking. Like, no, there's no time for that shit. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, just got yeah, wanted to talk. Well, what, what kind of boring person is uh, You wanted to talk to him? What? Wrong with you? I figure if I want to marry her, I need to be able to have a conversation. Well, you're probably getting. You wanted to marry everyone you talk to? Like, what are you doing? Got that shit all wrong, homie. Yeah, got to Way bro. too late, too. What are you doing? Well, so we go back. You know me. Oh, boy. I know. It's it's bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. like, honestly, this might have been a situation where I came back from the bar, and there's times when like I had already been drinking, and then I'll put on—I <laughs> love putting on movies at like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I don't have my friends like with me because, like I said, we all try to one up each other, and like sure. it's hard for me to really watch a movie and like pay attention. So it was one of those nights where I was half drunk, kind of shit faced, and I watched it, and it just clicked. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just—I it can, just and I can, movies. I can dig it. I can dig. Where I think I probably struck out at the bar, and I like felt like Berlin. <laughs> like hanging out at these college parties i'm in my late 20s i'm like what am i doing like i'm like burt lancaster here just depressing yeah like, but it always works out when you go to the elementary school and you tell all the fucking eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds yeah i own a record store yeah, yeah. and they're like mr dillard so what are we doing in pe today yeah, so. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. it's funny i i I put I put it on too, and I put it on at night, and it helped me fall asleep. So, so. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's like classical music that they sprinkled in. It was yeah, like, yeah, sure. of like the yeah. The, the, no, it wasn't classical. It was so straight like, up um, opera. Opera yeah, music. Yeah, it was like opera. The French guy's like, "Did you listen to that piece? Yeah. It was brilliant." And I was like, "What the, is this that's, for real?" That's another thing. I mean, it's like it was like the there was no Stones, there was no blaring John Lee Hooker. Like there was like yeah. it was like. I don't know. It's just, I guess it was just a fresh, just kind of a change of pace for me. Yeah, the tagline on the poster says, where dreamers can be winners. Uh, <laughs> not in this case. That's a big loser for me. Someone give it a big L. It's a waste of time for me. Can't can recommend it when watch it again. Sorry. Yeah, but sometimes you don't play to win. You play to <clears throat> to suffer or whatever that guy for the that one would be to win. Always play to win. And sometimes when you win, you really lose. When I play Madden, I'm always going to win, right, Harley? Hi, Harley. When we play Madden together, did you want to win? Well, fuck yeah. Every time, right? You wouldn't, but 
you play? <laughs> and I lost every goddamn time, but I kept coming back, just like this goddamn podcast. <laughs> get knocked down and get right back up, right? Yep. Back on that horse. Speaking of which, what's our uh, assignments? Oh, that's right. Who's got homework? Yeah, you do. I got to buy. I got shit. Fonzo has homework. You ran. You used up your I used my homework. Up, yeah. I appreciate you guys uh, letting me on today. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course. Thank you, man. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to go with the movie Get Out. Nice. <clears throat> Perfect. Been wanting to watch What's that. that? Been wanting to watch that. There you oh. go. Yeah. What movie are we talking about? Directed and written by Jordan Peele. Get Out. Oh, is that the black exploitation kind of thing? Yeah, well, it it's. Out or some sort of, I don't know if it's black exploitation. I don't know what it was, but. It's not like Black Snake Moan was or anything like that. Right? No, it's 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 time for a young African American to meet with his white girlfriend's parents it's like for City a or yeah weekend in their secluded estate in the woods. But before long, the friendly and polite amb- ambience will give way to another. And it ends up being a horror movie, right? It's just horror mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope it's not M Night Shyamalan. No, no, no. no. So you know, uh, Peel and what's what's oh, the comedian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he wrote and directed this movie, and it really did really well. So. When I bought the Blu-ray, it came with a sticker in the front that said, uh, from Ron Tomatoes, that said it was the most, the best-reviewed movie of, two, of 2017. What's it got on Rotten Tomatoes? I think like a 90... Oh, that's huge. What is it? Hold on. You know my internet. It sucks. <laughs> Tony! Jesus Christ, man, isn't this your job? When he says that, yeah, I know, it's feel like he, he should read our minds, and when you're looking at so you should they automatically start looking oh hardest to search I should try to beat him it doesn't take much with my goddamn 25 year old DSL the, the sequel will come out before like, we find my out. internet is two cans <laughs> with a piece of string in between yeah I don't think it, yeah, he said fuck you I'm not looking is he even here what the fuck what do you want me to look up God, the Rotten Tomato rating. Tomato. <laughs> I'm busy setting up the next the, the podcast. Uh, let's see. Actually, I got something wrong here. So the toys got extra credit. Well, yeah, I'm I'm assigning um an old comedy with uh, Lloyd Bridges and Charlie Sheen. Oh, it's the top. Hot shot? No, it's uh, Hot Shots. Hot Shots. Oh, oh my shot. goodness. I love Hot Ooh. Shots. I was on it back in those days, man. He was doing those hilarious movies, man. That's a great movie. Holy shit. Okay, so Tomato Meter for Get Out is 99%. Wow. That's so, huge. What did you say? You, you, I, I didn't hear. Tomato Meter is 99% for yep. Get Out. There you go. So, Hot Shots, nineteen ninety one. Yep. Written and directed by Jim Abrams. He he's he wrote Airplane. He wrote The Naked Gun. No, it makes sense. Yeah. You know what's sad is they those movies can't work anymore, right? They don't do those anymore. No, they don't. They're too racist. Half of them. Well, ironically, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and, yeah. And if they are, they're like the scary movies, right? They're like those. They're like those kind of movies, but they're the the parody movies. Yeah, they need to be smart. It's fucking yeah. Naked Gun would have me in tears every time I watch it, man. Apparently, I read somewhere that Airplane has more laughs per minute than any kind. I don't know how they measured this. Maybe just 
audience reaction, yeah, but like more awesome. more jokes or more laughs per minute, like in any movie. I ever. think that's what it is. It's just so quick too, like it's one after so the other. Oh, it's like whatever. There's scenes in the background, you know. It's just yeah. There's it's just constantly yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's hot shots. It's been a while since I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Look at that fucking Sorry, poster okay. too. The airplane yeah. goes through all their fucking ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing this. The tagline. You got this on VHS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got hot shots. It's like fuck yeah, I got Hot Shots Part Two. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, Part Two. I don't think I watched Part Two as much. I think Hot Shots is like, what do you do with an elephant with three balls? You walk him to yeah, 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 yeah. That's that that chick in that movie is fantastic. That mm-hmm. I can't think of that actress's name, but she's so foxy. And Valeria Golino. Oh, I remember yeah, she was. Yeah. Is she the same I one in the second I, one? She, yeah, she is smoking hot. I think I, it's been a while since I watched. I remember thing. going to see Hot or not Hot Shots, but um, the god we were literally just talking. And about Loaded Weapon, Naked Gun, up. Loaded Weapon holds up really well as far as a farce comedy. You guys remember Loaded Weapon? Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, with Emilio Estevez and mm-hmm. yeah, it's the by the Lethal Weapon, obviously. Oh, yeah. Pretty funny. I mean, it holds up pretty well. Kathy Ireland's in it. Oh. Yeah, it's it's good. I remember my dad taking me to see Naked Gun in the theater when I was a little kid, and I remember us showing up, and we had to like show up like twenty minutes into it. We were late, and I remember going in as the move as the theater was packed, and the whole audience was laughing their ass off. And I was this little kid, and I was watching the movie, and I'm like, "What are you guys laughing at?" Like, yeah. This shit ain't funny. Yeah. But I was a little kid, yeah. and, 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 and a thousand people are watching this movie, and they're like, "Ha oh, oh, ha!" You know, it's like a laugh track on a fucking sitcom. And I remember watching the movie, going, "This shit ain't funny." <laughs> I remember watching the movie as a kid, going, "This ain't funny." But everybody in the audience thought it was funny, and so I always had this mental note, like, "Well, that movie must be funny." Yeah. And then I remember going seeing it later on as like a teenager or my twenties, and going. No, this movie didn't hold. It's no, not funny. But maybe now as an adult, yeah. looking back, like from a historical standpoint, going, okay, I get it, you know. Yeah. But I remember seeing it in the theater as a kid and going, That's not know, funny? So. Well, the only thing funny now is to go back and see O.J. Simpson in the movie. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then they, yeah. yeah, it's so weird. That's yeah. the only thing that's remotely comical. You're like, oh, yeah, it's O.J. Yeah, he's yeah, I'm looking at the yeah. names on these guys too. Like one's called Wa- Jim Washout, uh, Pete Deadme Thompson, and one guy's yeah. name is Red Herring. <laughs> but we watched. Mm. What was the movie we watched? I'm trying to. I can't think of the name now, just because I've had too much to drink. Um, mm. um, um, the the Western comedy. The, um, oh, how did Million Ways to Die in the West? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Thank you. We saw Blazing Saddles like I don't know a year or two ago on the podcast. And I remember going like, oh, shit, I get it. This movie's fucking good. Like, it holds up well. Yeah, all Spaceballs is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, We ain't found shit. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, some of these old movies do hold up. But it's like you said, they're too racist for 2017. I mean, America's way too liberal. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so I I, I actually look forward to seeing some of these older movies and seeing what they get away with. Hot Shots is sneaky funny. Hot Shots is sneaky funny with the jokes. I might think. I think in part two, they they make fun of a lot of Terminator 2. Because I remember Saddam was saying turning into like 
T one thousand where he's getting frozen. Yeah. And he gets, uh, gets stuck and then like he melts, but then he melts with his poodle. So he's like half poodle, half man. He's got the dog ears. Well, and yeah, nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Hot yeah, shots know. came out in ninety one. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Wow. Right on. Yeah, with yeah. new yeah, this is kind of a rangy little uh, peel does horror that did so well and yeah. hot shots with a six point seven on IMDb. Yeah, yeah for I'm sure. Cool. Right on. Cool. So how's you guys' weekends, man? Oh, I'm gonna fucking kill this house. <laughs> and Bo can Bo can address, man. We we had to do drywall this weekend. I I know I know it's like a broken record of this fucking house, but this weekend we we hung drywall. Mm-hmm. No fun. Five eighths inch drywall, a lot heavier than half inch drywall. <laughs> uh, you know, we had Anna up in here on fucking ladders and holding up drywall, and Ooh, I'm shit. fucking gun drill grunt screwing the shit in. Chris is sweating her ass off. Hanging drywall sucks dick. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> we had a lot of dick sucking going on this weekend. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's this fucking house. It's such a nightmare. You know, to any of the, the family little, that hangs drywall together stays together, right? I hope so, man. I, I was I'm glad like, I didn't say suck dick because that would have been really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> for the last, for the last, I bought this house seven years ago, right? Because it was the only thing I could afford. Yeah. And I and I used to, for the last seven years, I always tell people I did good. I bought this house; it was foreclosed on. It's yeah. a hundred year old house with these weird additions that were never. Permitted, yeah. <laughs> but I it was a family of six, four daughters. I was like, I was fucking driving a forklift at Coke. Like, I did good. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving out, and we have to rent this piece of shit out. And I'm like, I got ripped off. Like, I got fucked on this house. This house is a fucking nightmare to try to. Now that I'm not willing to live in squalor, and I have to rent out squalor, I am <laughs> fucked because this house has so many problems with it that i have to that i say i we at least, Chris, at least a tenant you know the tenant yeah gina's gonna so be great I, I really look forward i'm i'm optimistic the person who's gonna to move in is a friend um and so it that's gonna hold up but like if i had to sell this house i'd be fucked yeah. like there's no way i could i'd have to spend as much fixing the house as i did buying it just to sell it to break even so um, and Chris has been amazing. She, cause she's got some history back when she lived in, in Humboldt fixing old, like same thing, hundred year old homes. So she did all the drywall. So she knew how to hang it all. She's, she's had a lot of insight in all the, the, the workings of having to do planning and shit. So thank God for Chris. Holy shit. Um, cause she's done just as much work as I had. And then Mazzy and Anna have been as patient as patient can be because every fucking weekend we just go to your room. Don't breathe in this fucking drywall dust or go to your room. I'm fucking busy hanging this plumbing or go to your room. I'm fucking fixing this. So the poor kids, we're all coming to the end. We have one more week. We literally, you know, Diller can attest that we've packed up the entire house. He's got 50,000 boxes in the corner. Um, I recorded my last DJ set the other day. Um, so it was, it actually ended up being a good weekend because we were productive yesterday. Today I got to go on a little motorcycle ride out to McLeod, which is really nice. 
I know you don't go outside because you're scared of the sunlight or some shit. <laughs> He's too busy rewinding VHS cassettes. But um, yeah. I had a decent motorcycle ride today, which is cool. And um, so the weekend was cool. And I just can't wait to get out of this fucking nightmare of a house. Like, you know, that, it's like that Tom Hanks classic, The Money Pit. Yeah, no, she, yeah. ironically, I don't know how many times I've talked about it. At the beginning of this moving process, because we've been in escrow for a yeah. month now. You know, I've had all these conversations with with uh, with her at the school because I wanted to give her as much time. Sorry, yeah. this is a little side side contract. I wanted to tell her, like, because the kids went to school and they're like, yeah, we're going to move. We're going to move. And I was yeah. like, no, don't tell everybody yeah, we're going to move because I haven't told my boss yet that I'm not going to come back next year. So so her finally comes. She's like, so I heard you guys are moving. And I was like, well, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. And I opened up to you and yeah, yeah, White yeah. more than anybody just because I knew I could. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm out of this fucking place. Like, there's no way I'm coming yeah. back. Even if I wasn't going to move, I'm not coming back because this job's so fucking nightmarish ass. So finally, when, like, escrow and all that shit went through, I finally went to the principal of the school. And I was like, yeah, it's it's good. Like, I'm gone. Like, there's no way I'm coming back. And she kept asking me every couple of days, so how's everything going? I'm like... Motherfucker, I told you. I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah. So so finally, this is the last week. I couldn't be happier. So it's all starting to pay off slowly but surely. Um, but it's just, it's just been a lot, a lot of work. Uh, and and next week, you'll hear more about it because I'll fucking record in a corner with, you know, with nothing but <laughs> fucking drywall around me. So anyways, what about you guys? <laughs> I just came back uh, earlier today. Uh, today. Uh, but Jeff's kids, kids, kids birthday party. party. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know anything yeah, about kids' yeah, birthday yeah. parties, man, it's cool. exhausting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's nonstop, just jumping up and down, back and forth. There's eating and swimming and just nonstop. By the time you get out, I'm like, all right, cool, man. I sit back, watch some TV. I'm just like dozing off. I'm like, damn. This is that what you tried to watch fucking Atlantic City? <laughs> I did. When I got home, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch it right now. And I was like, whew. That was brutal. That was tough. So... Um, yeah, so, but yeah, the kids had fun. I mean, it, it was fun. He had, uh, he had this huge thing called a mega duck. It was like seven feet tall. You like blow it up and the kids were just jumping on it all day long. I mean, it, this thing was insane. It was a monster. It's just like thing that you float on, you know? Um, but yeah, it, the kids were just jumping back and forth. One kid would jump on, they'd, he'd push another one off. And I mean, the kid, the kid, they kept them going, you know? Um, so a few minutes, you know, it takes usually at night to put the kids to bed. It takes like, you know, it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> Um, but tonight, no, man, they put up the jammies on, out, they were out. So that one cool thing about, you know, kids' birthday parties and getting them all sugared up, eating cake, and then having them swim all day, when they get home, they're exhausted, they're done. So that's kind of helpful. But uh, Cruel has, uh, Wednesday for school, and he's out, he's on summer break, and, uh, that's going to be interesting once they're on vacation again. Got to keep them, got to keep them busy. He might start some kind of camp or something, but... Other than that, that was that's pretty much my week. Saturday, we just cleaned the house. Like the house needed to be cleaned. I mean, they, me and Amy and the kids, uh, Amy's mom took the kids, and we just started just cleaning. I mean, just just had to just clean, and it had, it had been a while. So, um, if you put music on in the background, I, I'm I'm usually good. I, I I'll be in a good mood. I can clean, but um, if it's just well, you got some square footage too, so yeah, it's not, so like, it was, it's not like a thousand square feet of cleaning. Yeah, so he was running upstairs. I had downstairs, so I was playing music downstairs. And then when I come, when I when I got upstairs, I'm like, you know, I'll play some records, man. I hadn't played some records in a while, so 
it's kind of hard. Like, you know, you can't place like some of the ones that Kurt, like I got like Charles Gambino's first album and he likes, he tends to curse a lot. So I can't really play that. Uh, so let me go to a safe one. So I started playing Weezer's first album. I'm like, all right, that, that'll be safe. And then that's just, a, it's just happy music too. It just, I don't know. Weezer always makes me feel happy. So even though I'm cleaning, I'm like, you know, Weezer's going to pull me through. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's going on this one. And then like I said, next week I'm going to, I think I'm going to attend my first indie wrestling show. My buddy got us uh, tickets to go to some uh, yeah, indie wrestling. And then Chavo Guerrero, remember that name? Harley? Oh, shit. Yeah. He's going to be in it. And, uh, yeah, some of the guys that, like, aren't, like, big names anymore, and they're still in the game. They're doing indie things. and uh, that's some... all they got. They got nothing uh, else. But there's a... Bartending at the local bar. <laughs> but there's you a guys... lot of indie shows, though. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, Fonz is a big fan of Mickey Rourke. I'm a huge Mickey Rourke fan. You're the oh, dragon. Jesus Christ. You're the dragon. Kid you us. fucking people. Oh, yeah, oh, people. oh, man. There was a year where I was watching nothing but Mickey Rourke films. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dude, so, yeah. killing it. I mean, he, Angel Eyes and You're the Dragon are too up there for me. Those I like Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, a, I was a big fan of Barfly. Um, I think Tony saw Nine and a Half Weeks when he was five. He really remembers that <laughs> yeah. movie. Sure. Which I think they parody in Hot Shots, actually. They do. They parody, yeah, that Rambo, yeah. a lot of Top Gun. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, when Mickey Rourke came out with The Wrestler, fuck, fucking phenomenal. That was an awesome movie. Especially being a wrestling fan, too. Like, it just just hit all the notes. So, yeah. I don't know what he's doing now with his fucking toupee that everybody can tell is a toupee. And I don't know why he wears it. It's plastic. Dude, I, I, yeah. I like it. It's, like, pulled so tight. I Googled him, his images of, like, through the decades. Like, he looks, he doesn't look. Like the same person from decade to decade. It's almost like, on Michael Jackson. Like it's like yeah, face yeah. Real. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, whoever did the surgery really fucked it up because like yeah. I know he he was boxing for a while, then like I think he broke his nose, so he wanted to like get his face fixed, and then like it just yeah, they just really <laughs> fucked it up, man. It's like so. how'd that work out for you, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah, how was your weekend, Tony? Um, actually, it was pretty event. Pretty eventful. On Saturday, we went down to um, a the expo because there was a rock and roll marathon down in San Diego uh, this weekend, and they had a the expo just where they're selling all the you know protein powders, running shoes. They got just the just the you know the little ex- ex- exhibition hall. Um, nothing compared to like Comic Con. I was like, they was at the convention center, oh, but it was shit. only in like you're one week. Walking around. Right, so I go down. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wait, this is it. This is not what I'm used to. <laughs> like, I'm used yeah. to having to walk miles through the exhibit, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, we went down there to check it out. Mainly, like, my goal was to see if we could find a protein powder or or a pre workout that Lainey would like because she doesn't like anything. Um, oh, I see. Even if you mix with anything, dude, she like it, it's a it's a texture thing too. Like protein powders. They all leave I, like a powdery texture in the shape. I've tried some protein powders before in my time, and yeah, they're fucking 
it's so like you're spending 15 minutes trying to mix them in water <laughs> and it's like this chunky funky yeah. texture yeah you gotta use a blender and then yeah you, you yeah use fresh like you use bananas if you have enough time to do um yogurt with it but nobody has enough time for yeah it. exactly it's like i'm trying to fucking yeah. just try to bang out some protein yeah right. it's just protein. and that's the thing like i found the the costco combat powder if you put a little bit of cold milk in that and some yeah. eggs, the the it it's like a melted ice cream, like a cookies and cream ice cream. It's you wait, it's, wait, you said eggs? Yeah, yeah, raw egg. Just throw like it in there. It gives eggs? it gives it makes it thicker. Um, and uh, it's but it tastes old school Rambo. Some serious. <laughs> well, you mix here. it. You, you blend it. Raw eggs these days. Yeah, but you don't you don't taste it because you blend it all up. It just adds. No, 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 uh, I thought it was like you're gonna get fucking uh, some weird shitty egg. Disease or nah, something. you keep what? Do you keep your eggs in the garage or something? <laughs> Fridge your eggs, man. The type of my bikes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, like, so I've been I've been having this this protein powder for for years now. I love this thing. It's it's like fucking ice cream, and it, it's great. She can't stand it. So we go down there and we start taking samples of everything. And and every time we go somewhere, she's like, "Nope, don't like this." So I'm taking. Two samples of everything because oh, she no. won't finish hers. And I'm like, Lane, we have to stop. She's like, why? I'm like, I am buzzing. I was what? like, my eyes were like wide open and I was like, like little, like <laughs> about to get shaky and shit. I was like, I got to stop. All jacked up. <laughs> I was so jacked up, man. It was hilarious. Right, I was taking... jack him. <laughs> Seriously. Because <laughs> they had like uh, um, energy gummies and they had, oh, you know, so, they, 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 had, the they had so much shit. I'm just like, I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> this is, this is too much. So, oh, um, man. Yeah, so we so we left and then just walked around downtown a little bit to catch our Pokemon and get some get some mileage. Um, but then we went out and hung out with Nori, um, had some lunch, oh, hadn't yeah. seen her in, in since our wedding. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Had some sushi with Nori, and uh, they right. ended up kicking us out of the restaurant because they closed what? down for lunch. We had sushi and like around noon and around two, they closed for an hour to flip it to dinner. Um, oh, and, they, and we were just sitting there, just just gabbing away, just just, just catching yeah. up and shit. And they're like, "Uh, yeah, um, we need to close for lunch." <laughs> like, fine, so okay. get the fuck get out. the fuck out. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, and then we hung out. Like, yeah, we had a. So after that, we hung out with um Lainey's old coworker and her husband. Uh, we went to a bar in Escondido. Just had some drinks. Um, we ended up talking about sex the entire time yeah different you positions did. different like this the, like routines and like different games we play the best part is that people there was families in the bar with like little like little kids and had, like every once in a while, they look around and like the, like the little girls like looking over at our table with her eyes wide open, going like, "What are they saying? What are they saying?" Like trying to oh catch what gosh. we're saying. And and the and we're drawing like dicks and titties on our to go phone boxes <laughs> and shit. It was bad. <laughs> oh my god! We didn't get Bro, kicked out of that place. Drug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was just, that was Saturday. And then today, um, because I got my new laptop in, I've been been working um, 
And so I just worked all day. I helped my dad put up uh, some some uh, uh, security cameras, and they're pretty cool. Like um, they're called Arlo. Uh, they're completely wireless. Oh yeah, and Arlo's you just nice. You just put them up, and they then they work. It's like <laughs> no wires and shit, and it, and it looks really good. It's solid video. Um, I was pretty impressed. Um, yeah, those are so, nice. Because my parents, they're renting out what their house, and they're getting reports of people like climbing over the fence in the middle of the week when like no one is is booking it for Airbnb, and just what? chilling in the pool. Yeah, some hood no are just like jumping the fence and like hanging out in my parents' pool. Bunch of teenagers. Yeah, exactly. My dad has to go and kick them out and shit, and so my dad's like, "Yeah, yeah need some, need some cameras." So. What's the technology? Just put, a fucking, just put a fucking dog out there. Is the camera <laughs> connecting to like a central hub or something? Yeah, yeah. Like so you set up the wire? hub. The hub goes into your router, but then the the cameras they operate on their own. It's. I'm pretty sure it's. I don't know if it's 2.4 or what, but it it has range because that's like eight, 80 feet through you know, like two or three sets of walls, and it was fine. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what kind of wireless technology it's using. Yeah, like, it a, like, a, like I know on our alarms, they, they we have this thing called the Zigbee network, and it's its own like you know, Zigbee, like, yeah, it's like a little it's a mesh network. network that it yeah, so it doesn't mess up with the internet Wi-Fi. It's right. its own network that it jumps on, and only those cameras, those equipment will connect to that Wi-Fi. Right, right. They set up their own frequency, I'm sure. Yeah. So when he catches them, he's got to drive all the way out there every time. Yeah, well, uh, these cameras have a two-way audio, so you can yell oh. at people from your camera. Oh, shit. I need that for my dog. <laughs> like, Kujo, don't hey, you do that. Fuck up, put that down. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. trans- so you can log in right now on your computer and watch everything, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, I could. I set up my dad. I set up the account, so I could probably log in. Yeah. That's fine. That way, that, you, so, you, so you'll know how to turn it off when you and Laney go to that pool and try all those new sex positions, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we got to get those uh, energy jelly beans Freak first. Bet. Uh-huh. Freak a bet. Keep calling. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, funny. Good stuff. Yeah, that. I think that concludes episode 360, right? That's, I think that's as good as it gets right there. Right, I know. I don't even go from there. Oh, man, I want to thank our special guest for joining us tonight, man. I hope you had fun, man. You're always that's welcome, too. Yeah, I had a great time. Appreciate you guys letting me on. Absolutely. You know, just invest in a DVD player so you can watch some newer stuff, maybe. <laughs> I, I feel like they like do make VCRs with the DVD player built into them, too. See, people get burnt out on me. That's why it's perfect that I can only watch maybe one out of every 40 movies you guys pick. So yeah. Pop in right there. I know. Yeah, man, my, my, I was like, hey, I'm going to have you on the podcast next week. He's like, well, I don't have internet in my house. And I'm like, how the fuck do you not have internet at your house? Like, yeah, we were like, what? Yeah. Well, yeah, we have it at the record store, so whenever I need the internet, I just use it at the shop. Like, no, but you live in McLeod. I'm like, how the fuck? I know. It's like a 40-minute drive commute to uh, check your truly, email. You truly are old school. Yeah, it's all good. I get, well, especially if you have all your movies that you want to see yeah. on tape, and yeah. it's all there, yeah. Well, and I'm there when we move out to Lake Shastina. My internet is going to suck dick, too. So. <laughs> oh, man. You thought the, the podcast was funny when I had to record it uh, on my cell phone out in the backyard. Uh, that, that, that never happened, remember? That's, that's just, yeah, I know. It never got it never recorded. recorded. 
that shit's going to be real here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to see. Um, how so. we're if we can reenact that, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, yeah, like I said, I know, yeah, we just randomly rant on all things, everything, yeah. <laughs> especially movies. That's what we do. I want to say thanks for listening. As always, you know, don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. There's a Twitter, there's Twitter gifts all the time by our boy Reed and Art. They'd be yeah. killing it, man. They listen to some part of the podcast and they got the most perfect gifts every time for every occasion. Harley, if you'd fucking join Twitter, get back on Twitter, you would see. Enjoy <laughs> the goddamn conversation, man. I'm telling you. Not so. Listen out. I said I might have to create a Giphy, gif, gif awards, Giphy awards for them, man, because they're always on point. They're always on there. Man, I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Like I said, I've been your boy. Follow the same. We ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. <laughs>